0: Part five of Fate and Flame. Hello, only
1: island. Oh,
2: hi. And
0: welcome <laughs>
2: oh,
1: <laughs> to oh.
0: Diefall Alderheart episode 24. We get we're just talking most of the time, chat while we're just sitting here and uh the intro finished and they were in the middle of a sentence so i wasn't gonna just let it sit there but you can finish your thought if you'd like uh rob what did you
3: mention so everyone can listen to it uh so i noticed i was complimenting may's uh shirt that she had on the back of her chair that has all the animal crossing cats oh and then simply you were saying that you wanted to do an all squirrel
1: island yeah i've got like four squirrels already so i love it one day
3: <laughs> long-term goal
1: yeah i, th- I mean i've got the best have, ones do you have my already. boy
3: do you have my boy filbert
1: i have a, a card for him uh yeah i need to re- recruit him. I love him yeah but i've got hazel and tasha and marshall and nibbles and the filbert card and then hopefully i can get a jock
0: type did you guys dive back into into the game again like did Uh, the burnout subside at all i did yeah yeah a little bit not
1: quite yet i'm excited about the summer stuff but i'm just kind of yeah there's already a lot going on so
3: brought me back in but like i skipped half of wedding season i just didn't care yet and then suddenly i had inspiration again and i've like redone all my beaches on my town and everything
0: Hmm. Yeah. Cool.
3: Well, that, uh, simply you're playing a very
0: similar game right now that came mm-hmm. out. Um, mm-hmm. Please talk to me about Ooblets.
1: Uh yeah, so Ooblets is a um farming and upkeep and slice of life kind of simulator uh, with a relationship manager of folks in town, uh, except it has also a bit of a creature collector slash battle element to it, like you would much think of with like Pokemon and Digimon and Tim Tim, except instead of capturing these poor creatures in the wild, Uh, you dance battle them in town and if you do a good enough job and kick their little plant butts um, then they get sad about it and then you tell them they did a good job and then they get so excited they poop out a seed and then you take that seed back and you plant the creature and grow it happily in your garden and then take him on in your dance battles with other plants so (laughs) it's pretty great
3: and when are the developers going to like hire you to sell this game because i love that explanation it's 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 not wrong it's not wrong everybody was
1: like oh this is like pokemon i was like no (IMS2] ( mRNA) no i mean it's 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 a creature collector type game but it's i mean you don't fight and like it's not it's not like animal crossing and the fact that everything's super positive like the conversations are pretty snarky and funny um like some of the villagers really don't like each other and they'll like talk shit about each other and stuff which is really funny But when it comes to the actual treatment of the, what would be animals in the game, it's super sweet and fair. And I like, I, they like the dance, the dances are so fun. Like I was just jamming out to the music last night and like having a great time playing it. And it's super cute. And you can put fucking like hats and glasses and accessories on your little ooblets. Like, oh, I got a witch hat yesterday and a sailor hat and uh, a parasol they get to take around with them, so it's so
0: cute. Have you found anyone as cute as Sidekey yet? Because Sidekey is still, I think, one Sidekey's of the cutest little robot boys, yeah. right? <laughs> Sidekey's great. Little... is
4: great.
1: Um, I do have to say there is a uh, mushroom called a fleeble in the game, and it's just a red cap mushroom. But the way it looks is like red cap mushroom head, skinny body, and then she got some thickness and then tiny little legs. And it's so cute because their little dance moves are just like wiggle the little thickness and then turn around. It's I I am in love with them. So very happy. Can 10 out of 10 confirm that I played it for another like four hours yesterday after I got Did off you? stream? Yeah.
0: Oh, my so. God. Because... I, I did catch the uh, pretty a, a lot of it actually uh, mm-hmm. i was working on some stuff and so i got to see most of the stream but yeah you bought a giant couch and i didn't realize that your house had zero house furniture so otherwise tiny. Yeah. <laughs> it, so you're on you have a cot i have a cot a stove on the floor yeah
1: and, and then this big ass couch, couch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you can't like, even sit on those so i hope they can't implement even sit that it. yeah but yeah, it's definitely still early access. So if you guys end up buying it, there's I have, I've seen typo errors. I've definitely seen clipping errors and stuff in the game. So report it, let them know. But uh, I- the, the development teams, like originally it was two people. Like originally it was a couple, I believe. And then I think it might have expanded a little bit further once they started getting more traction. Uh, yeah. And it's been in the works for like four years. And they even got some like flack about how long it was taking them a while ago. And they pretty much fought back and was like, we want to make a good game so yeah and there's only two of us so you guys have to be patient we're not going to just <laughs> put stuff out there that's not going to be good so i was like big respect for that and i've um, been excited about seeing it so it's good it's definitely good and if you buy it on epic i think it's already 20 percent off and then if you oh, haven't geez. bought anything in a while off epic there's like a ten dollar coupon mind you i've been boycotting epic for like four months now because they wiped my outer worlds play and this is the only oh, thing no this is the only thing that's like let me come back to it i'm like okay i'll come back for this game but like everything else can just Go away. So, <laughs> wow. Yeah.
0: I I do like how they've uh, just revolutionized the yes and no things, the the prompts in the, the y- game. Yeah.
1: N- to yeah y-
0: and no. <laughs> yeah. And I love it so much because that's what I say.
1: Because <laughs> it's I'm so good. It's definitely like. Y- it's so like relatable but within its own characteristics as to like the language sure. and like what people talk about and stuff like there's one friend you'll make and she makes potions and i went to go pick up that potion towards the end of the stream yesterday and it said something like this is the potion that makes it easier to talk about but not be as stressed about existential crisis and like <laughs> i was like oh my god feels
0: like <laughs> i've got my my glass of that i'll right take there. 20. yeah <laughs> right. i've got one of those glasses right here it it's fantastic so i, I do they address the potential implications for growing these plant creatures is vegetarianism just as bad as like being a meat eater in the game or is, like because they're tiny yeah. they're actual plant creatures
1: feeling like you eat like if you want to eat plants in the game, but you also cook, but it's like, they're not, I mean, they're, they're not just, just plants. They just grow like sure. plants if you decide to get their seeds and grow them. There's also like robot types, and but they're not like even like types like Pokemon. It's just, they all come with their own like style of dance moves. And those dance moves are like, whether it earns you points to win or whether you're like doing some stunning moves that stun other people or like whatever. And that's their types is like how defensive and or offensive their dance moves are if there's a gotcha. way to. But yeah, I don't. there's no implications of like meat eating versus vegetarianism yeah, and whatnot. They're there's not, a coffee they're not shop plants, yeah, with, with uh, coffee and uh, spressy. As the espresso
0: drink. Ah, Espressi. good, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, eh. Very nice. Very nice. Well, that's Ooblets, yeah. chat. If you didn't catch that at the beginning, it's adorable. Uh, the run animation alone must have taken them forever, and it's hilarious, and the physics of it are amazing. Uh, just buy it for that, and then the dance moves and the tiny little creatures come second. Um, but yeah. But Rob also played a new game last night, Rob. Tell tell me about your new game. I got to watch you play that too.
3: I did. It was called Neon Abyss and it was published by Team 17 and I love Team 17 and I was not disappointed. Uh yeah, it's like it, it's another like roguelike kind of like Enter the Gungeon, Binding of Isaac, that sort of thing. Um very much like I was getting aesthetically Gungeon but like mechanically Isaac from it like if you've ever mm-hmm. played Binding of Isaac every uh, every floor ends in like a boss fight and there's like a short little cutscene introducing the boss and then it's that like that is, is exactly that structure right down to the way that like if you're full on health the hearts kind of move away from you when you try to pick them up like to sort of indicate that like it's very like a lot of the feel of it uh, whereas I know Isaac is top down and, and this one was side mm-hmm. scrolly but like it just it, it it felt familiar to me so right. like i kind of understood it as i was going along and then what this game does really well i think is it it breaks up um mechanics that are all either present at the beginning of things like i've only really played a few roguelikes so like binding of isaac there's things that you kind of figure out as you go like oh there's certain rocks that like have a gold chunk in them or whatever i've never noticed that before like let me bomb that oh it's got money in it that's neat and like i feel like there's certain things that either they sneakily unlock in isaac that they don't tell you about that like you can then find on levels whereas Mm -hmm. in this it's like a progression mechanic like you need to have a certain amount of completed runs to get these crystals um, to then unlock more stuff in like kind of almost a tree. Uh, So like you unlock that there's now a hidden room in each level. You unlock that there's now these rocks that have gold hidden in them. You unlock things like that. So it kind of teaches you that those are things that you can now look for uh, and are present in the game, but it doesn't feel super handholdy about it. It's just a thing that's there. Um, and it, it it incentivizes it by um, hiding the hiding the unlockable characters behind that tree. So like there's a there's a guy that I'm on my way to unlocking, and while I'm doing that, I have to unlock all these uh, like new items I can now pick up in the game. Like I now have a chance to find an item that makes my bullets explode or whatever. And when you unlock it, they give you a like free trial of it. So you start the game. Or your next run with, with it so that oh. you know how it works. So then when you see oh. it in the wild you decide you know oh, you I don't it. really like that, <laughs> like whatever. Yeah. Like the popcorn was dope until I killed myself with it, and then I didn't want the popcorn anymore. So there's that. Yeah. Uh, okay. But no, it's been it's been Very pretty cool. dope. Very cool. Yeah. Nice. Nice.
0: Well, I'm glad you liked it. I did I downloaded the demo and played it and it was going well and then I died. Yeah. <clears throat> and the demo doesn't have a respawn. So oh. you just die and have to start over and I was like, I'm oh, going to no. stop. <laughs> yeah. But uh it was uh, it was good. It's a good little game. It's a good little game. A good one. Say the name one more time for me, Rob. Neon
3: Abyss. It's good. It was good. A fun game. And then I just on, watch Simply play because it looks amazing. It's adorable. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's dummy adorable. Yeah. May how have you been? How's your last week? How's the cats? How's Carson?
5: All good. I think okay. I always I always have a have to be like, what did I do over this week? Like my mind just blanks, <laughs> like, what happened? Um No, yeah, as far as I can remember, things are fine. But yeah, Carson. <laughs> Carson bought Ooblets as well, and I was watching him play. And, yeah, it it speaks to me a lot. <laughs> like, he went into the store, and, like, there was leggings for sale in there called leggies. <laughs> 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 but, like, fishing rod is sea dangle. <laughs> like,
0: a sea dangle?
5: Like, the, the vocab in the game is just, it's... Sea dangle. It's just perfect. And then, like, ten minutes throughout the game, I was like... There's quality of life things that I wish Animal Crossing had so bad, like a map where you can see where everyone is.
0: <laughs> That's good. So you have your own Marauders map. That's uh, <laughs> that helps. So wait, in, in, in Animal Crossing, you just wander around. There's a f- map. Oh. but oh, it, there's a map.
5: There's a map, but if, when you're trying to find who's on your island, good in It only shows where you are.
0: <laughs> good very good um I, remind, I, I forgot about cute games i know rob's probably playing this tomorrow but anyone interested in this new paper mario oh yeah yeah
5: i keep forgetting I, that
0: I, it's cute. I watched the trailer again and i didn't realize it was so dark like <laughs> folded up peach is like she's mean man and i was like what's it's like i'm will going you to crease fold. yourself yeah, you crease and yourself? join like, me what is happening
3: I, I didn't love it.
0: Realize that, so I'm, uh, I'm interested. That should be interesting as well. But yeah, other cute things. Are you gonna Are you gonna pick up an Oobleck's, uh, Run, May? Are you gonna play through? Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I think so. It does look super duper cute. I wonder how much like actual. It's a, it's a full release now, right? It's not like early access or anything. It's
6: it's 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 early access. Access. Oh, it is.
0: Oh oh okay okay. Yeah. I was wondering like how much like. Of, of the game is like actually there. If it's like a 20 hours of early access game or like 60 hours of ac- early mm, access game,
1: right? it's a lot of hours depending on yeah. what. Yeah, because there's friendship management. You can run around and do relationship yeah. management. Friends. You can just collect ooblets that you find. There's also rare types of ooblets, like shinies or whatever. Yeah,
4: mm-hmm. yeah there's, there's, there's there's a lot three of content towns to
1: visit and stuff. So there's a
5: lot already. You, you just, just can access, for us. but like
0: gotcha. Uh,
5: yeah, I remember seeing this at E3. What three? four years ago and I've been excited for it, like ever since
0: yeah I'd forgotten about it Rob we probably watched it on E3 one time and I totally forgotten but
3: Malibeth, oh, what, Ooblets? yeah
0: yeah take us away from Ooblets or we're gonna talk about it for the rest of the day so I you've been pl- so Assassin's Creed Odyssey all I saw was your title that said we're staring at muscles all day or something like yeah. that or like muscly butts Yep. Yeah. Yes? Okay. I mean, is how much of uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey have you played?
4: Just that. Just that? Like okay. I didn't know if it was
0: new. Okay.
4: No, that was... Well, it's the newest one? They're coming oh, out right, with no, another. I meant, I
0: meant new playthrough oh, for you. Yes. 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 Okay. So, did you have you liked it? Is it good?
4: Uh, I'm terrible at the combat now. I feel like it used to be you could just run around and hit the Y button And you were like a super cool assassin and
0: you kill people instantly. (laughs) Yeah, it was great Yeah, apparently they have like health bars and stuff now and you have to actually like fight them and it's
4: I don't want to fight people. I just want to look super cool
0: Yeah, I don't know they (laughs) they were showing off the newest one uh, At the Ubi direct I don't know what else to call them except for the directs their presentations or whatever and and like the boss battle, if you wanted to assassinate someone in the older games, you just went and assassinated them, and they died in one hit, and that was it. That was the whole thing. But in this one, they they had like multiple boss battles with them. They had health bars, and like, like, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. They're like throwing axes into people, and it that doesn't kill them. Like ah,
2: uh,
4: the takes away me. some of the like
0: the. Yeah,
4: okay. I, yeah, I yeah. I do miss just jumping down on the person though, right? You and go across they the roofs, you jump on them, and then you run away, and then yeah. hide in a pile and you
0: hide them, in leaves. You hide in plain sight for a while, and then <laughs> just that's...
4: sit there for ten minutes. Yeah, I like
0: that gameplay, loop. Game that's play. good. Yeah, that's game... <laughs> I don't need all this, like, Dark Souls combat nonsense in my Assassin's Creed game. Ugh, <laughs> unbelievable. Though to be fair, the next one's Vikings, and I'm probably gonna get it. It'll be the first one I've picked up since the second one, because Vikings. And the gameplay portion that they did play, it looked like The Witcher, but Vikings. And I was like, okay, well, I guess I'll play this then. It looks good. It looks good.
4: They know how to get you.
0: All the muscle talk has me thinking about folks building PCs, huh? Yeah, you saw that video earlier, huh? (sighs) Henry Cavill is uh, a man. A large beef platter that I would love to have presented in front of me in any given day. Good man. Uh, Yeah, good man. Good good PC-loving man.
2: For
4: me,
1: I was like, wow, to that tower it. has to be massive because the tower is this big and his it's arms like, uh, are this big. This and big, I was like, yeah. Jesus Christ.
0: <laughs> yeah, he picked up that GPU and it was as long as his arm. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> it's like, this man's giant. That's not, oh God. I was, I was, happy. I was happy that it fit inside the case because when he picked up the GPU, I was scared for a moment. I was like, that is the biggest thing I've ever seen. <sighs> it was good. There were some really great camera angles in that one. Yeah. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, just go on to Twitter. Yeah. It's all over the heckin' place right now. I just now. saw a you'll, tweet
1: where somebody photoshopped in Ooblets in the last frame, like that he was putting all that together so he could play Ooblets. So I was just like,
0: yes.
3: <laughs> <sighs> this is good.
0: All right. Huh. On that note, do you guys want to play some Nurgens? Ner- you want to be little forest animal creatures and running around and you're level five now. Congratulations, you're level five. Uh, We are now in officially part five of the Humblewood Adventure, the last part of this adventure. Um, Let's do a little roll for uh, for recap. So for those of you guys that don't know, I'm a terrible, awful DM, and I make my players roll a 1d20 at the top of the show to see who has to recap last week's episode so it looks like eli has a four pez has a four dagaday has a six and lucky has a two i really really hope for your guys sake there is no combat today because this is we are just kicking it off just right i rolled a four all right eli and malaveth uh and, and pez pez pick a number one or two Two? Alright, Eli, roll me a 1D two. Oh yeah, these are great rolls. The curse of roll twenty continues, it seems. Pez two. That's it. It looks like Pez is recapping last week's episode. Um what what happened last week, Pez? And
4: if I know.
0: <laughs> Big old shrug.
4: I, was I there? <laughs> um what do we do? Sweet. We started off and there was that big big old bone monster that was made out of a bunch of birds like probably at least two billion birds and 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 we fought it and it was super easy we had no problems very very good rolls the whole time absolutely no issues we hardly even noticed it was there everybody did so good we almost died uh and then and and the bird guy the the Corvum Corvum dude ran away, uh, but then but then Lucky and all of Lucky's brilliance was like, hey, maybe you send a message and we convince convince him to come on back. And lying is great; we should lie more often. It works out really good. And and the Corvum came back and was like, oh no, it was supposed to kill everybody, but we weren't dead because we're so good at this. Uh, and 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 we got him, got got the Corvum. And then the Corvum was like, oh no. And and, <laughs> and and then oh no
0: oh no we're oh, very what?
4: good oh uh huh
0: uh huh yes
4: owl ob- obnoxious owl librarian Mordane. Mm-hmm. Uh, freed freed him mm-hmm. I don't know if that was good or bad because he's not super fun but he's out now and that's just a thing that happened uh and, and, and ooh, we took the Corbin of him to the dean Eli did a whole speech it was great don't exactly remember what it was said but it's very powerful and great and then the dean was like oh y'all are right about something i don't know the core of them core of them he was like yeah we're gonna go do some research so they're doing research
0: <laughs> i love this show so much okay <clears throat> pez wonderful recap uh Let's chalk it up to Pez uh, and the horror of everyone almost dying due, a, due to a giant uh, bone creature called a cobble fright that our uh, our our our, our uh, former enemy, new friend, Odwald Ebenhart, the Corvum Necromancer, uh put together to attempt to battle the uh the aspect of of fire that is now rampaging around the scorched grove Odwald had no idea that the actual size of this creature uh the the aspect itself was about the size of a volcano slash mountain thing and his cobble fright uh would have likely just been stomped and it would have all been over rather quickly but the party was able to dispatch said necromantic creature um with some, some bruises, some, some batteredness, some uh, life force literally sucked from their bodies and near-death experiences abounding. Uh, more, Odwald uh, felt really bad, essentially. He, he kind of, he came to his senses about uh, the horrible things that were happening. He did not intend for anyone to come to any harm. He was trying to right the wrongs of his mistakes because apparently he was instrumental in freeing the aspect of fire from its prison out in the grove. Confronted with this, the Dean uh, has placed these magical manacles on Odwald. Odwald is now no longer able to conduct any forms of magic while so imprisoned. Um, <clears throat> but Odwald has requested to assist the party in any way, shape, and form possible. He did not realize that they were so strong that they were able to defeat his Cobble Fright, and they have brought new knowledge that uh, the aspect is rather large. It's a big big problem. Mordain Swiftgale was saved and uh, restored to this temporal existence from wherever the necromantic magics had taken him. Uh, But he seems a little loopy, and he's probably going to need a little bit of time to recover. Uh, We'll see if he remembers anything that happened at all. Aldwald Debenhart has been given the run of the library and as many resources as he needs to figure out how to stop the Aspect. The Dean is finally fully on board after an Oscar-winning performance from Eli convincing everyone involved that they need to take this shit more seriously. Because everything's about to burn the heck down. He did a great job with it. They are so convinced. And so this is where we find ourselves. The party recovering. After a long, long couple days of book-reading, skeleton-fighting, and soul-losing days. You all uh, awake, and and I think for this next section here, you've recovered. We have hit level 5. We rolled HP last session and talked about some of the different abilities that come along with being level 5 for the party. The next couple days, I believe, are spent in however you guys would like to spend it while Oddwald and company, a couple professors, uh, and some (coughs) upper-level students are doing a lot of research into figuring out if there's any tells on how to defeat the Aspect. You're welcome to have the run of the Avium. If there's anything that you want to accomplish while you're still here, now is the time. There are a couple of beats that we will hit. The Dean does want to meet with you. Odwald and the Dean will meet with you eventually. But over the next couple of days, you have the run of the Avium. If you would like to replace a spell of yours, maybe learn a new skill in alchemy, herbalism, or healing of some kind, you are welcome to do so. So, um... Who would like to- to do something here in the, uh, in the avium? Okay. Okay. This is good. This is good. I think everyone's over the avium then? Is that- is that what this- okay. Okay. We had a brief pre-discussion. Um, did anyone want to become proficient with an herbalism or medicine kit? That is something that is possible by being trained at the avium
1: i feel like uh personally as a player i'd be like let's take on as many things as we can uh but as a character uh i would like to argue that lucky would probably be trying to talk to the school about introducing a combat type of course
2: Hmm.
1: and like Trying to potentially be like, hey, I know somebody you can sign up be an instructor around here. You know, if you ever need combat instructor, you know, uh, they did. I mean, we we saw how Kevin, you know, performed in that, you know, in the library, and you know, there's definitely some future heroes of Alderheart within these walls, and uh, But we got to make sure they're prepared to fight, you know, whatever comes their way. You know, and it's just try to like defend the fact that there needs to be like a not just like book learning but a combat level of learning within these walls so.
0: Hmm. okay so you want to you want to take this to the dean yeah and say that this is something that you want to do now do you intend to mean like uh, magical combat or physical
1: uh i feel like um, once once away from potty uh i feel like he's like Definitely encouraging a mix of training with weapons and training with uh uh magic. I sure. feel Like he's very much like, I mean, you can't always depend on you know your magic. I've seen it fail, folks. And you gotta make sure you you got a good good training a uh, crossbow or a uh, log bow or dagger. And it's like listing off all the you know a rapier or a uh, you know mace or you know. <laughs> just to kind of be like like. We don't want to just lean on this, you guys. Because we just... I, I don't think we've seen any sort of, like... Other than training how spells work, uh, we've only seen Kevin perform, so I don't... You know...
0: Yeah, you're not really sure how everyone else conducts themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> you could potentially assume that the professors, being higher-level magic, that they have capability for such, but maybe not practice in those kinds of arts. Yeah. Um, But the, the dean... You are a hero of Humblewood, and now the Avium itself, right? Like, you've you've done a lot of good work here. Uh, they they take your word absolutely, essentially. And he's like, Yes, I, I do see the benefit of having some kind of, maybe, physical training, so... Because uh, that could help us with our magics as well. If you become more hearty, you're able to handle much stronger magics. Yes, I could see how this assisted us. Um... We do have a contingent of the Perch Guard here. I wonder if Captain Jace would be willing to train some of the students in a more physical education.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's definitely true, the fact that you can't just stand there and cast spells whenever you're fighting in the real world if a fight comes around. And uh, we've come across quite a few uh, things in the in the woods that's uh, terrifying right now. Uh, and if you just stand there and try to uh, cast and, uh, you know, if you don't know any defensive mechanisms or close quarters combat or, you know, stuff that's gonna save you behind other than, you know, when, you, when you've when you exhausted your ideas of what spells to use, if you know, you know. So definitely, you know, I definitely think that would be smart to do within these walls. That's all I'm saying. Oh.
0: Lucky has now advocated for a contingent of well-trained students with knives. <laughs> and so now they're gonna all get knife training. Uh, no, Soon it definitely a bandit takes a to heart. Army
1: of my own, no. Yes,
0: yes. <laughs> and they know magic. <laughs> Just, that sounds really dangerous. That could be. Uh, we saw how Shyla, the the one magic user bandit, did to you guys. It could be pretty awful if like Kevin became a bandit lord. He's got a lot of really cool fire spells. Um, I love it. I think they definitely take that to heart. Uh, and, and Captain Jace, the resident perch guard. Captain, there uh at the avium um will be convinced to uh to teach a, a nice little wizard pe class we'll see what that amounts to but yeah absolutely that's a that's a great suggestion considering
1: how like bored the guards probably are around here he's just like oh. finally
0: god oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the avium is like this impregnable magical fortress, and you can't get in without a badge, like, and you can't have a badge unless you're inside, like, there's no, yeah, this is, it's all, it's, it's great stuff. Um. Okay, cool, yeah, Lucky's got a great suggestion for, for them. Uh, is there anything else Lucky wants to to accomplish while there? No? Okay, so you, you take some downtime you take some rest and it would take a couple of days to really restore the the max HP damage that you guys had ended up taking from this um, the cobble fright is is no small beast and it really did a, a large amount of hurt for you guys so it the next couple of days would be some really slow moving around um, maybe you know leaning on a quarter staff or something like that or casually against a wall when you get a little you know winded it, it's it's tough. Necromantic magic is no joke, and uh, you're you're slowly recovering. Okay, so Lucky does that. Uh, what does Dagonet do with a little bit of downtime that they have here? It's a couple days.
5: Uh, well, I, I imagine he's probably one of the slower ones to recover from uh, the the necromantic yeah, energy. You almost
0: died. <laughs> he... So yeah,
5: <laughs> he moves a little on the awkward side at the best of days. Um. Uh, I imagine he would just kind of be, if there's like some nice quiet gardens not too high up in the spinny things, uh, that he would kind of just take in a breather, carving out, like whittling some figurines, just, you know, finally taking a moment to, to breathe. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So you, you, you take this downtime for what it is. You take it as downtime. Maybe you, uh, walk amongst the the magically planted trees of uh one of the the domes from up above you actually get to enjoy it this time rather than answering a a midnight missive about missing pages in research of books that you couldn't care less about um yeah you find you find a little bit of enjoyment there and uh, the students are always very interested i assume you're wandering around in your full set of armor still are you are you nervous about being attacked still
5: He might not have the helm on, but he's got the plate on.
0: But the plate is on, yeah. And that obviously draws a lot of attention from the students and it clearly marks you out as someone different from them or a professor or anything else. And word definitely travels around of the heroes of Alderheart not only doing research here, but potentially saving students' lives. About an ex-professor that had come back and summoned some kind of necromantic creature, and how the heroes dispatched of it and saved everyone without anyone else knowing. Yeah, it's a a big deal, and it's the best rumor that these students have had to talk about in a long time. Oh yeah, so you, you enjoy some of your
3: days down. It's good. Good.
0: Eli, what do you do with some of your downtime here? You got two days. What are you looking to do?
3: Um, I think Eli, if it's all right, would probably want to take, um, take a more uh, vested interest in the research that the now, basically like Legion of Mages is doing Um, I think he wants to help where he can, and I think he wants to equal parts keep an eye on Odwald and, um, sort of be privy to, um, I guess privy to the plan.
0: Sure, you you want to know where the investigation is going. You want to know what information is being found. And essentially what it's going to be ended up required of you and your friends right so you want to stay abreast of that whole situation yeah absolutely um how involved do you want to be do you want to help them find these things or you just want to be like the the manager in the boardroom that gets the the whiteboard rundown about what they've found
3: uh no I I think he wants to actively be like participating in the research and sort of any sort of um like planning to be done uh, I think that he wants an active role in that. You know, he, despite the party having gotten bodied by a freaking volcano, the the, the party are, are, to my knowledge, the only people here that know what to expect essentially, mm-hmm. um, and can kind of describe things. And I think as as this is all coming up to something that he something that he remembered um, in the confrontation in the dean's office was uh the conjuration magics surrounding the the bats where they were drawn to that orb and everything yeah. i think i think he does his best to recount uh everything they experienced and sort of just describe really just <clears throat> what they saw in in the grove
0: yeah so trying to help direct these old, old pieces of knowledge that that, that talk about this aspect, its p- imprisonment, the magics utilized there, the conjurations, the, the circles of of power that were involved and your present experience with that and how those two things compare whether or not the the magic is leaking out faster than we're potentially ready for or or anything of 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 that nature Mm -hmm. now you have a you have a good amount of information uh through the missing pages handout uh there and we'll we'll take a look at that there is a a a calculation essentially that oddwald was working on to find the location of a conjuration circle within the grove. There's a ton of research on energy reading, topography, ley lines, other academic stuff, but your mention and you bringing up these essentially bubbles of, mm-hmm. of magic that yeah. have kind of uh, coalesced with the, the bats and the, the, the amber bats and the other magical fire creatures and, and what it's causing there. Uh, I think it... Your descriptions help them figure out the last portions of that actual calculation. Mm -hmm. So eventually, over those next couple of days, you assist them in figuring out where this conjuration circle was that was to seal away anything as massive as the aspect of fire. So you now have a map showing where the old conjuration circle is. Dope. Now whether or not that will be useful to you is yet to be seen, but you now know that This is... it's a center and a hub of magic. Large magic has been used here before. Who's to say it can't be done again? So yeah, you definitely assist with figuring out what the the research leads to and and how that works. Uh, I believe there's probably a little bit of additional information you can add to your missing pages due to that. So I will I will do so as we continue onwards through the game, and you might have a little bit more insight on some things. Okay. Uh, is there anything else Eli wants to accomplish, or is he dedicated to this task?
3: No, he he's solely uh, all all business.
0: Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Um, perfect. Pez, how do you want to spend your two days around the avium?
4: Uh, lots of espresso
0: yes it has made its it's made its way to the avium and it is very popular with the students here uh, this is a place of academics and severely stressed out students yeah. uh, caffeine goes hand in hand um, so yes you avail yourself of the wonders of espresso what else do you do with your time I'm
4: gonna start writing a song about just our experience. Experiences here. There's gonna be a lot of xylophone, you know for the for the bones. Yes perfect. <laughs> so yeah. that's a thing
0: you kind of like a stone xylophone anyways, right? So maybe do you what do you add any extra stones to create a xylophone effect?
2: Could...
4: You've got
0: laboratories at your disposal here.
4: I mean if there's just any bones laying around <laughs> Maybe some d- dinner. Do,
0: bones. do you do you? want to collect bones from the Cobble Fright.
4: Ooh, that'd be awesome. But not by myself. I don't want to go down there by myself. Absolutely not.
0: Who would go with Pez to collect bones from the Cobble Fright?
4: I'm ignoring the morality of it.
0: Yeah, we're not talking about that. We're talking about whether or not you're taking rib bones off this thing. No? None of the party is going to go with what? you?
1: Oh, Well, I mean- fine luck Lucky would obviously go with you and just, you know...
6: I'm
4: sure you guys want to come, to You got two
6: swords. We're
4: very brave.
1: I mean, as long as there's no, nothing down there that's gonna bring it back again... I think we'll be fine, alright?
4: I'm pretty sure we killed it, like, super dead. It was already mostly dead, now it's, like, extra dead.
1: That's true, that's true. Uh, right, I'm cool with you. So let me touch it. I touched the bones the last time, and uh, like bring, bring some napkins or something. It'll make you feel too good when you touch them.
4: Like, Maybe we'll sanitize them after. Maybe put them in some boiling water or something. That's
0: true. I
1: don't know, I don't know that way. I, I hope it'll work. You know, we find a lot of water. Yeah. All right, I'm cool with you. Cool. Sure. Thanks, bud.
0: Excellent. So, <laughs> as you go all the way back down it is uh it's still creepy it's still a little weird and you get to the laboratory and you do know the laboratory hasn't been touched since you guys left so there's like all the fires and candles have gone out so it's very dark down here now and all of the like bubbling molasses of bones and flesh and whatever have just been left sitting there for a couple days. The place smells awful.
1: Great, let's uh, let's make this quicker, right?
4: Get in, get out, yep, yep, yep. I'm gonna do dancing lights too, just to make it not dark in here. I think we still, do we still have those masks that we used for the um, fire planes? Oh, sure. Yeah. Pass one over,
0: to like you're like, put this on song my head. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Thanks. You're sorry. smart enough to wear a mask. Perfect. It's great. <laughs> so, um, yeah, the, the creature in front of you, where it hasn't been bludgeoned and broken, and there's like shards of bone around, um, what do you grab? And there's now like these empty four eye sockets just kind of staring up at you. The light from them has dissipated since the magic is gone. Gross. What bones do you grab? Gross! Gross!
4: Gross! Was this always this gross? Ooh. Um, yeah, I mean it, we're being pretty disgusting. Yeah. Well, we made it super easy. Right. No problem. Okay, grab some bones. Do you want to grab some small bones? I'll grab some medium-sized bones, and then we'll just uh, just a variety of bones. Yeah. Or maybe. Yeah, yeah. Small, medium, a couple large ones. And going a back to.
1: The fight, you know, like he had looked around for cloth or whatnot to try to like work with. He's definitely gonna be picking up some of that spare cloth that he remembered being on some of the back tables and like use that to like. Alright. This better be a nice instrument. Oh, well, I'm still got some flesh on that gross.
4: Oh, it's about the experience.
1: <laughs> it's like, do
4: you have a song to sing while we're doing this? Because it
1: doesn't make me feel very good right now
4: but to do something peppy and fun. Something about cake. Song about
0: cake. You sing a song about cake. And you know what, it's peppy and fun. It does not make the task at hand any less gruesome, but it is indeed peppy and fun. You grab some bones, it's gross. But you now have bones of this creature uh, you're not super sure whose bones they are. You know that there are likely a conglomeration of random bird folk bones. Whether or not they're former professors of this place, you're not super sure. Or former students, or. Well,
4: Pez is not anyone.
2: thinking
0: about that. Pez, you now have bones to create your bonalophone with. <laughs>
4: this is going to sound really cool. It's going to sound great. It's going to sound great, Lucky. We're gonna
1: sanitize these, but that's not great. He's like just very aggressively making sure he's wiping off his hands after <laughs> it's or something. Great. Uh, before we leave though, Lucky would like to kind of survey the room to see if there's anything, um, of Lucky's interest, uh, within this lab/slash space.
0: Uh, do you investigate it closely or are you just observing the area?
1: observing around i mean if there's like clearly a main desk area where he had been like doing his main studies or writing at or whatever then yeah he's there, mostly gonna look around there that
0: day definitely is cool um it's in a separate room even uh it's off the where you guys were on the map um it's in the top left corner there's a separate room where there is a small office um
1: yeah, do you want to go?
0: Finding anything of value here is definitely going to take an investigation check. If you're just taking a cursory glance, you're not really going to find anything that you don't already know.
1: Yeah, I didn't know there was like a, a personal office space attached to this yeah. space, so I have yeah, a feeling if there's like a nameplate on the door, that's like,
2: <laughs> this
1: is There's this
0: not space. a nameplate. I'll, I'll drag you guys <laughs> back to the lab. Uh, chat doesn't necessarily need to see this because it doesn't really matter, Um, but lucky. So you see, up here, I dragged your mm-hmm. token to this mm-hmm. spot. It's in here.
1: Look, he's like, I'm gonna just, I'm looking here for anything that might be good for your xylophone thing, my Bob. If that's all right, while well, you're still packing those away, all right? I'll be right back. Yeah.
0: On, okay. Roll me some investigation, please.
1: If I were a crazy scientist, Necromancer, where would I keep the goods? Uh, it's a fourteen.
0: A fourteen. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. cool. So you kind of poke around. You poke around this desk. Poke around the area. And dear lords, you found something that's relatively familiar to you. A locked drawer. Lucky. It's a locked drawer. You can do with these. What would you like to do with the locked drawer?
1: Uh, probably the same as before. We'll try to use the lock, even though I don't have any lock picking, uh stuff. So, I'm just gonna smash it. Lucky's way of lockpicking. He's not gonna miss it, right? It's gonna be fine. And that.
0: Uh, roll <laughs> me an athletics check. Sweet.
1: Uh, I have a feeling he's like, it's like non-smash in his mind. He's just like, uh, is it
0: open? Doesn't open.
1: Right. <laughs> he's trying to like pull it as hard as he can to get it open. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's a 21, that 20. is a natural 20 for your athletics check. Ooh, there is this. just really one particular problem with this, and I really don't want to take it away from you because that's a good natural 20. You're talking about an incredibly skilled wizard and necromancer.
1: Hmm. Two. Hey, uh, Pez. Yeah, I can ask you a question. Yeah? Did you bring your, uh, your chime thing, my baba ding thong thing down here?
4: I mean, it's shiny, so yes.
1: Does that thing open, uh, drawers, or is it just doors? Perhaps.
4: Ooh, let me check... It, ooh, a door, a lid, or a lock?
1: Yes! yes! I got a lock I might want to open in here, uh, if you're willing to use it if you don't mind.
4: I mean, I don't see why not. It's not like it could be useful in any sort of other situation at any point at all.
1: <laughs> I mean, realistically, this guy could be keeping some really dirty secrets in the, this, come on, it's over here. Come here, I'll show you this I'll show you this uh, drawer. I got curious. Why would somebody lock a drawer, you know, just to keep the deep and dark dirty secrets? And clearly he's got some dark dirty ones, so I mean, why not, you know?
4: Maybe he's got a crush on Glinda too?
1: Well, that's not the dirty I was talking about, but you know, if that works out too, uh, you can write a song about that. Um, uh, but yeah. You wanna- you wanna help me open this Yeah, If this look, I'll-, yeah, yeah, I'll make yeah. you a promise. If there's any of that kinda, you know, juicy dirty stuff, I'll let you have it. You can have it, I don't want it, but, you know.
4: I mean, it will be OUR juicy secret. Oh. Right, yeah. Alright, 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 alright. It's, uh, it's that one over there.
1: Right over there, that- that drawer.
5: I'm gonna go
4: over and I'm gonna do the opening thing. Not so we can just chime it, right? Just bring.
0: Yeah. Um the description on that though, read that one more time for me.
4: Uh hollow metal tube measures about one long foot, weighs a pound. Strike it as an action pointing at an object within 120 feet that can be opened, such as a door, a lid, or a lock. The chime does a clear tone, blah blah blah.
0: It doesn't mention anything about magical locks though, does it?
1: Yeah, like no. he, i.e., like just he's not locks. gonna know it's magic. He's just like, yep. oh it's yep. super locked. It's
4: like
0: Yep, it is an old super lock. it's super locked. Weird. That's... fine. Um, so you hear the... TING! ...of your chime, and uh... ...of the door lock on the drawer.
6: Hooray!
1: Lucky's gonna try to open it.
0: Lucky... ...you pull open this... ...drawer and so. immediately a thunderous cacophony of sound explodes outwards from it. It has been magically trapped. Please roll me a constitution saving throw.
1: <laughs> Perfect. Good thing I have a negative one in this.
0: The 18. The, an 18, oh my God. <laughs> Uh, actually, Pez, if you're you did the chiming, if you're right next, if you're within 15 feet, I need you to oh, roll yeah. it as well.
4: I can't say. Yes. This will be fine. Oh. 19.
0: 18 makes 19 beats you. The desk in front of you explodes. <laughs> you each take 10d10, luckily halved, damage. 49 halved, so 24 damage. You are thrown backward and slammed into the wall. I'm so
1: glad we leveled up last time, guys. Just see.
0: Wasn't looking to kill my players today. <laughs> but that is a really high level trap.
1: What an asshole. <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah. Well, the drawers open. The entire desk is open. Uh, also, your ears are ringing. Uh, both of you need you to roll me a one d four, please. Has two, lucky two. Oh, nice! You guys are you both beat it? And you and you both <laughs> and you both roll <laughs> the same thing. Wow, that's crazy. That's crazy. Um. You are deaf for the next two minutes.
1: Can I r- roleplay a spell? I feel like, so we just leveled up.
2: Mm-hmm. Lucky
1: just got a spell he's never had before uh-huh. in a school of idea of magic he's never used before. And I feel sure. like the immediacy fright and then now deafness of what's happening would make him just be like <laughs>
0: <laughs> just kind of happen. Spasms out a, a spell. yeah, time.
1: And he's like, what is this? um and it's a healing spirit
0: okay um, tell me about healing spirit please
1: healing spirit as i call forth a natural spirit to soothe wounded and entangle the spirit uh, the entangled spirit appears in a space that is a five foot cube and you can see within range and uh, the spirit looks like a transparent beast or fae of your choice um which would probably be a um hedge at this point because eli um, and, uh, until the spell ends, whenever your creature sees or moves into the space, uh, you restore 1d6 hit point to that creature. No action required. I don't think it's going to cure our deafness, oh. but.
0: Correct. Uh, it won't cure your deafness, but it can definitely heal you. Um, yeah. So, so go ahead. Yes. You, you have a minute, so you can use this as as many times. I, I guess. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What? So, what's what's the the beast or Fey? What? Lucky it, is in it, a in a panic. What comes out?
1: It looks like Eli. I feel like essentially what's happened is Lucky is like in such a shock and panic that he just is like, my friend who always like heals me. <laughs> Where <"Wait>, is he? <laughs> and it kind of comes out and yeah. looking like Eli, and he's just like, Eli,
0: is that you? there's there's a there's a bit to this though eli when eli goes and joins gaspard in the great adventure beyond what does he look like his most idealized self
3: i think he's a little bit thinner uh more he looks a little bit more like he did during his like bandit days, like the young hotshot, like fast talker that he used to be, um, definitely almost has an air of like swashbuckling about him. I feel like, um, definitely wearing his bandana, yeah, for sure. Would this have been uh, the,
1: the time, like the area of time that? Lucky and Eli worked together?
3: I think so, yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. The, the beginning, right? Yeah. The beginning of that relationship. Yeah. yeah. And so you see that spectral form and it's glowing and luckily for you, it seems to have some kind of sentience about it and it bathes you in this healing light noting that mistakes had been made and like Eli would come to save you when mistakes had been made, so does this spirit.
1: That was such a hard hit, with us being thrown against the back wall. Uh-huh. Berlin probably concussionist hit, that I feel like Lucky would just be like...
0: S- eyes are swimming right now.
1: Like, Pez, did Eli follow us down here? <laughs> was Why so- was
4: Eli trapped in the desk?
1: Why, were you trapped in the desk, Eli? Probably this thing is not responding at all, but still like... What is He's that? disappointed. <laughs> Uh, Although we can't hear each other, so I'm you just You can't hear, to
0: hear anything. It. Yeah, you just hear a <laughs> <eeeeee> <laughs> just for the next two minutes.
1: I'm gonna roll my feeble little one D six and be happy about it.
0: Yeah. Uh, you can cause a spirit to restore one D six hit points to a creature, no action required. That's actually super dope. Spirit can't heal constructs or undead. Spirit can heal a number of times you to one plus your spell casting ability modifier, which is wisdom for you. Is that correct, Lucky? Mm-hmm. How many times total can it heal then?
1: It can heal, uh. I think it's two.
0: Okay, it says minimum twice. Yeah. So you're at that one? Okay, yeah. cool. Excellent. So you roll uh, your oh. 1d6, that is a six.
1: Alright, great. not doing very much for me, that's great. Oh, thanks, Eli. Oh, thanks, Eli. That's great. Not enough, buddy, but it's great. Uh, you. Look at like Pez, like. Okay. Just out of it, like wow.
3: Yeah.
4: Nice. My musical career is over.
3: Somewhere Eli sneezes. <laughs> Wherever he is, he just sneezes.
1: <laughs> Pe- uh, lucky looks at Pez. What, do you Wh- what? did you say?
4: What? Why do you just t- cry?
2: <laughs> My music. <laughs> I can't
0: hear. Oh yeah, you you kind of just see like three Pezes laying against the wall, ears bleeding, crying.
1: He's gonna remember. Try to hug one the one of them.
0: Uh. Roll me a D three. <laughs> <laughs> it's just for flavor. Roll me a D three. <laughs> you pick the one on the right. Thank God it's the right one. <laughs> gonna be.
1: You're gonna be all right. You're gonna be all right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't know that guy would, had any experience in explosives. God. All right. What? All right. Let's get. Let's get you up. Let's get you up. He's going to, like, try to, like, pick Pez, like, help lift Pez up to her feet.
0: Yeah. Uh, you're both hurting Mm -hmm. a lot. So, I mean, yeah, you get up. The contents of the desk are strewn everywhere. You both are concussed. Really, you are. Like, that's a thing. Um, Your eyes are swimming, the ears are ringing, and for the next two minutes, you just kind of hear that tinny... The spirit eventually, uh, after a minute passes, dissipates in front of you. Um, what do you guys want to do?
4: What's Neely? Uh,
1: uh, he's gonna like motion at Pez. <laughs> like I'm gonna look for s- something, and then we
6: gotta go.
2: Yeah.
4: Uh, eyes. You have two of them. Two. <laughs> I have two, I think. I'm just gonna check my eyes.
0: Uh-huh! You got two! Yeah. Uh,
2: uh, good!
4: great
1: And I feel like with, like, one hand over his eye, trying to, like, deter the multiple figures, like, can he see anything that's left in the rubble-slash-explosion? That would have been reason for protect within that drawer?
0: The papers are a mess, but there are some items and they seem to be intact. Uh, There is a small bag on the ground, full of something. And there is a small silver chest, looks rather valuable.
1: Uh, Lucky definitely goes to try to pick it up either way. <laughs> He's yeah. like, I was like, I'm gonna get it.
2: Alright.
0: Yeah. Um, Cobbles over. Okay. Uh, the small bag is made of this kind of uh, silky purple fabric uh, tied with this golden rope.
1: It's just gonna pick it up. Look at Pez.
4: What this Is it secrets? I'm
0: gonna go <laughs> the hand I'm I, I imagine like Pez is like Is it secrets? Just cause you can't <laughs> hear anything right now, so you're just yelling. <laughs> <laughs> my hand out, though
4: give me the Yeah,
0: I mean. <sighs> okay. Um, do you give her the, the bag or do you empty the bag out?
1: I just g Pez the bag.
0: Alright, Pess. It uh, feels a little weighty. There's some roundish objects inside you can feel with your uh, bird claws.
4: I should probably have caution, but her brain hurts, and she's just gonna open it. What's in the bag?
0: It seems that whatever wizard conjured and created this trap figured that whoever opened this would be dead already, so they wouldn't be able to open the contents inside. What you find inside is... Looks to be rather valuable, well-cut gems. And amongst them, a ring. Does it fit? You put it on?
4: Is it ready? Uh,
0: it seems rather simple, but it has this intricate silver ram's head on it. It's
4: pretty cute. Let's see if it fits.
0: It's a little large for your delicate, nimble claws. But you get the feeling that if you spend some time with it, it'll probably fit.
1: Neat. Look, he's just like watching her try it on like...
4: (laughs) Does it match? I don't know if it goes with the rest of my outfit, but we can work on that.
0: Silver goes with everything. Looks great. (laughs) Looks great. (laughs)
1: <laughs> he's like, trying to read your lips at this point and he's like, why didn't she ask me about a match? I, uh... Yeah. <laughs> and he's gonna grab the silver look, or the silver uh, box, essentially. And the box
0: itself, your discerning bandit eye will tell you, is worth quite a lot. Probably as much as one of the silver chests that comes out of Pez's robes. Sweet. But it's also clasped shut?
1: just gonna pocket it
0: for now
5: i don't want
1: to go i don't want
0: it's it's like this big yeah it's got, it's a rough pocketing situation I, you can probably As, bag uh, it but... yeah i
1: imagine like just like shoving it under cloak or under i mean it's probably literally like let me
0: just go yeah yeah just like just to leave just
1: trying to get like somebody's totally to, done somebody's probably yeah. coming at the sound of the explosion and he's just like ah, ugh, okay all right.
0: yeah exactly okay
1: ready to go? go
4: yep okay. yep, yep. <laughs> out yep
1: all right and he's like I think trying to do that mutual stand-up, lean-up, hobble-out kind of thing.
4: I think will try and, like, lean on Lucky, but also try and help Lucky at the same time. <laughs> kind of stumble out in a pile.
0: Yeah, you, you lean upon each other, supporting each other as you have been for the last uh, couple... Well, I guess it's the last month or two now that you guys have been together. Um, you exit bones and treasures in hand or claw I suppose um yeah
4: Dagonite's gonna be so disappointed we don't have to tell him we'll just take a nap just nap it off
1: Like he's just <laughs> <laughs> like trying to hear what you're saying
2: like what there you go I hope she just keeps forever.
1: yeah make our way. I, I imagine if uh, out of character, Mally will agree, we would probably make our way to the infirmary if we can,
0: because I don't have anything that's going to help this situation Very out. Very hurt. Yeah. yeah. Very hurt. <laughs>
1: He's gonna try I, to like,
0: like on the Lucky, way be like. But holy crap, did that worry me? I was like, this guy is like a tenth level wizard. Like this is a oh god. I have
1: like zero to no experience in magic, other than the few whimsical spells that I have. So, so like,
0: so weird. Smashing Lucky goes the desk to loot something, floor. and then <laughs> dies. And like that's that's how that would end. That's how that would end.
1: I mean,
3: he died as he lived, looting, exactly.
0: looting. Yep. Exactly. You go to the infirmary, and, uh, they attend to your ear-bleeding situation and the discombobulation of your brains. Uh, Pez, your music days are not over. Luckily, the Avium is very skilled in magical healing and restoration of such things. You will be fine. Lucky you as well will be fine, though maybe hopefully a little bit more cautious when it comes to magical drawers and locks and things. We'll find out. (laughs) Yeah, We will find out. But you are both fine, and the uh, infirmary uh, attendants there forcibly keep you there in the infirmary for the rest of the day. For observation because concussions are a serious thing. Chat, keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. If you ever, if your brain ever gets and feels a little bit hurt, take it seriously. Well, that uh, concludes, I suppose, part of the avium. (coughs) After the party recovers, uh, Pez, you do note that uh, your time spent in the infirmary is, well, it's rather helpful to you. Uh you note that this ring seems to have conformed itself to one of your claw digits, and you feel a deeper understanding for what it is. I believe the uh the Rams had probably gave it away, but it is a ring of the ram that is now in your possession. A ring of the ram has three charges, regains one d three expenditures daily at dawn. While wearing it, you use an action to expend 1 to 3 to, a creature, to attack a creature within 60 feet. A spectral ram's head makes an attack roll on hit. For each charge you spend, they take 2d10 force damage and are pr- pushed 5 feet away from you. Alternatively, you can expend the charges to break an object. It makes a strength check for each charge you spend. Yeah. It's a it's a big old ring of punch things far away and do lots of damage.
4: This is very aggressive.
0: Yeah, it is. Uh, <laughs> so there better be something valuable in there if you're gonna die for it. <laughs> uh, so yeah, go ahead and make a a marker of ring of the ram in your uh, in your uh, journal there, and I will go ahead and get you a uh, a handout for this. So this that is this is ring of the ram and it is now in Alaveth's journal save changes there you go you now have ring of the ram keep that in your pocket slash on your hand and when you need it use it um okay cool 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 uh, Lucky, do you open the, the box at any point in time in the infirmary or are you <laughs> leaving that alone?
1: No, I feel like at some point in the like middle of the night, like he's got that like wake up like, hey, what's in the box? Oh, should I try to open it? I mean, I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try open it. I mean what, what can happen now. I'm in the infirmary, it'll be fine, you know.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: just gonna try to open it.
0: Uh... Yeah. In a very Harry Potter fashion, there is a long, delicate wand on a bed of that same very purple uh, soft fabric that the bag was made out of that lies there.
1: He's going to take the wand out, mm-hmm. set it aside, and then dig through it looking for gems and or a ring like Pez got, because he's now pissed that he gave her the bag and stuff. <laughs> Like, um, what am I gonna do with a stick?
0: Okay, <laughs> uh, roll me an investigation to see if you find any secret compartments Wait. within this box.
1: <laughs> investigation, yeah? Okay. Yeah. It's
0: a nine. A nine. It's kind
1: of hard to turns see. turns out line.
0: this is it.
1: He's <sighs> yeah, like, he's like literally just like. I don't I don't know you'll have to riddle me this robot man
2: um mm-hmm. how
1: prevalent is like magic casting with wands the weapon choice within like our everyday world as far as bandits and where we come from
0: as far as lucky's everyday world yeah almost zero
1: yeah because I want I want to essentially role play it as so like I just...
0: it's a stick to you essentially.
1: Is it like ornately carved or just like a twig? Oh,
0: it, yeah. It definitely has ornate carvings on it. You note that it, is, it again, is very delicately done um, and it seems mm-hmm. to be made of a very fine wood. When you pick it up, it's rather light but still seems very sturdy. You can feel the energy on it.
1: Huh. I mean, magic stick thing. I didn't know this was something people collect, but uh, right. I made mean, it. What you got another? there?
2: A stick. <laughs> I'm Lucky,
1: nice? Lucky's got his like back to like Pez. He's just like. Stick.
5: <laughs> you
0: got a stick.
1: So, it's so pretty nice. And so He like holds it up. He's like, it he looks uh, like this. Got some stuff on it. Got some stuff on it. Yeah. Look. Yeah. I mean, somebody spent some time copying this. So, I probably. Uh, Feels a little like it's got some spice on it, but you know, spice—Ie like magic—but it's just called spice.
4: Um, do you want me to? Do you want me to see what kind of magic is on it? I can check it out for you. I mean, if you try, uh, lean across like the beds.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, you lean across. You go. Oh, oh. <laughs> lean yeah, over. God,
4: my ribs, my ribs are still not ready yet. All right.
0: Okay, Pez, uh, what do you want to do here?
4: I'm gonna detect magic.
0: Okay, like what type of magic is there?
4: Yeah. Since
0: the president of magic within 30 feet of you, this is, uh, it glows with magic. But you note know that you can't make out the kind. It seems to be a mix of all kinds.
4: Lucky, this is very shiny, and it is all the magics. What do you mean, all the magics? All of them. Real colorful, all, all the bright, it's very, it's nice, I think, I don't know. If
1: you had to, uh, equivalent this level of magics you mentioned in a gym coin format, how much magics do you think?
4: Would I have any idea?
0: <laughs> how familiar are you with magic and magical items?
4: I can do
0: some magic. You can do some magic. Um, You were never trained officially in magic, were you? You kind of just found it on your own? Yeah. I think your familiarity with generally magic objects, you don't even know the worth of the, the ring of the ram on your finger right now.
4: It's got a face on
0: it. It's got a face on it. It's pretty, and you feel that it has lots of power in it, and you know how to use it. But that doesn't mean... That doesn't equivalent to money for you. There's no, you have no balance for that. You didn't spend time in the Avium learning all about these things, right? This seems incredibly powerful, but as a, a money thing? How much does Pez understand money?
1: Absolutely. She's always had
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> you just, I mean, you, yeah, you've always had money. You just give it away. I'm, I'm, it's worth some gold, as far as you know.
4: Some numbers, Uh, but probably large numbers, big shiny stuff. But also, Uh, this thing is real power. Maybe we should just like try it out on something. You want to like uh, point it at a tree and see what happens?
1: Not if it's going to explode like that, did. Um, hey, how about, hear me out. All right, we're friends, right? I'll give you a friend discount.
2: We're friends. But how
1: about you... Hand, let's trade for them some of them, some of the gems you get, and then you can do whatever you want to do with it. And you don't have to have my approval for it. How about
4: that? Do you? How about consider this? <laughs> how many consider gems this. did I get? Was it two?
0: Consider this. Uh, no, it's actually a, quite a full bag. Uh, oh. you, you probably have about 10 gems in there.
4: Wow. I was. I was gonna give this ring to Dagonet because I, I just I want to finesse things and is really good at you know, destroying things and this thing seems good to that I feel like they'd just be a good pair right? But since I was gonna give it away anyway, do you want to trade this ring and maybe a jam or two for that, that there stick? What is this, what, Wait, wait. What do you mean a fancy
1: ring with a ram on it? makes you feel like punching things. What do you mean about that?
4: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't tell you anything. I just assume everybody knows all the things that I I mean, know.
1: you've been mumbling a lot in your sleep since we've been in the infirmary. I ain't gonna tell you what you've been saying, but, you know. Was what? uh malicious? I'm sorry.
0: Uh, it's your secrets sometimes, but it's okay. Mostly comes out to Hulk smash. I don't know why, <laughs> but it's just crazy like that.
1: <laughs> so, what, oh. what, do you, what do you mean by the swing? Uh,
4: I Basically, I believe it, if you try and punch a thing, it makes you punch a thing real good. And then, oh, there it is. And then, and then, and then, and then, you can push stuff, but like better than you could push stuff before, right? And then you can wreck stuff, right? Real hard.
1: All right, All right. All right. I'll, I'll trade you for the ring and a couple of gems. I think that'd be, I think that'd be a fair trade.
4: Yeah, 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 I mean, yeah,
1: Lord yeah. knows I tried to smash that candle into that bird thing last time, and Bailey didn't even flinch. Maybe if I had a ram smash into the bird thing with the candle, it might have done some damage.
4: That candle wouldn't know what hit it. I'm sure they... Can't. It was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna hand the stuff over. <laughs> Is the box included? Can, can uh, for No, safe no. keep... Deals already done. Oh! <laughs> I mean, I guess I could just put it in one of my very many pockets.
0: Okay. You do have a lot of pockets, <laughs> but that was cold.
3: We are friends. Deal's already done.
0: Deal's done. I'm so sorry. you gave away the the ring of the ram? Is that correct? Yeah. <laughs> okay.
2: So sorry, no, Miss Miss Shrimply.
0: You now have the ring of the ram in your in your possession, uh, in your journal there. Sweet. Thanks. Deal's done. <laughs> I'm keeping the box. It's worth 300 gold. I'm keeping this. <laughs>
1: What's on your jacket? Get out of here! No. Mm. Um. <laughs> the
4: box is made for the stick, but I guess. I'm sure. I'm box. sure
1: Pez follows I mean, so up. I'm sure Lucky follows up with something like, "Hey, you got that? Like You'll be fine. You just hang on to that. You got it." You got I'm too. sure. We I'm can... gonna keep the box for the gems. That's what I'm gonna do. That's, yeah, safekeeping. All right, We'll Good
4: find night. you a nice stick outside <laughs> to put in that box. <laughs>
1: Oh right, right. Oh, maybe it sticks like the kids had back at the uh, the uh, former bandit outposts. You know, they were. I wonder if they're furthering their music career. And this is one hundred percent strategy to try to like get you to not think about the box
2: anymore.
4: <laughs> it works. She's very distracted. She thinks that the kids are all probably grown up now. You know, maybe they're off. Maybe they went off to college.
1: Yeah, maybe they're writing songs about you. You know. Oh, I'm sure they have great careers. Maybe maybe you'll get some maybe you'll get some referral letters for school or something later, you know.
4: I hope not. That sounds awful. <laughs> Alright, well uh, enjoy a stick.
1: There. Yeah. It's pretty nice, you know. And Lucky like literally like lays uncomfortably with the box and the gems
0: and the ring, like just cuddled up. <laughs> okay. Do you put the ring on?
1: i imagine so but even i mean i don't know Jirbean versus now uh uh oh my god i just forgot pez's luma luma i was gonna say pidge i don't know
0: why (laughs) close enough honestly she's a shiny (laughs) she's a shiny pidgey that's like the whole yay brain (laughs) yeah he's,
1: he's like it's kind of tight. I've got big knuckles.
0: Right. Yeah. yeah, you're very small, but like, Pez's delicate claws. I mean, it's, it actually is a tough fit for you.
1: Oh, uh, but for that face, Melly, I, mean, my, I have big knuckles. I'm not saying you have oh. big knuckles. <laughs> I heard
4: nipples. No. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. I got confused.
0: This is better.
1: Oh. <laughs> our concussions have rolled over to our actual heads.
0: So we weird. love it. We so love weird. it. Um, content. So, yeah. So, do you do you want to attune to the the ring? Lucky is essentially what I'm getting after here.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's had the cloak of Elvenkind, so I'm sure he understands the need to actually spend time with it. So you,
0: you get it. Yeah, valuable objects that you wear on you tend to take some time to get used to, and you remember how the cloak was. Uh, too large for you at the beginning, but upon attuning to it, the cloak of strict kind form to your body, and all the feathers and stuff—it all it all fits. So mm-hmm. you spend some time with it, and you do figure out what Pez meant by punch things very, very hard. Yeah. So you have your own Hulk smash dreams as well. Um, Pez, before we go to break, do you spend any time with the wand?
4: I mean, I gotta hold it because she wouldn't give me the box.
0: You gotta hold it, yeah. You get a little bit of a... Do you take, like, a closer look at it? You, like, you really get in there and look at it? You note that is a rather long ebony wood inlaid with... Upon closer inspection, in each of the little runic carvings, there's small silver threads running throughout it. And you feel a great weight in it. More than what... Feels like a small stick should be, but you also feel the power that you saw previously inside of it, and you note that this is a, a wand of the warcaster. This is a essentially a plus one wand for any spellcaster to utilize. In a bardic world, this has uh, limited amounts of uses, but. I like to think that upon uh, some creativity and usage with Pez, we might find a reason for the wand of the Warcaster caster uh, to be utilized more fully to its potential.
4: Oh. It's one of I those effects microphones now.
0: Yeah, uh, a little bit, but we're <laughs> gonna find out how you get to utilize that. Um, that brings us to our first break. Little did I know that two of our players were almost going to die within the first hour of playtime. But then they got a bunch of magical items from this really powerful wizard's desk. So, you know, uh, tit for tat, I suppose, right? Thanks for joining us on Diefall Alderheart, episode 24, part 1. We will be back after about 3-5 to minutes. Grab yourselves a snack, a drink, and or otherwise. I'll do some announcements over the break, and we'll be right back. Hey guys, once again, thank you for tuning in to Die Fall Alderheart, episode 24. We are now in part 5, the final part of the Alderheart adventure. Our heroes are now level 5. And they are growing more powerful by the minute, though near-death experiences do abound. If you would like to get caught up on anything DieFall related or see maybe what you might want to see otherwise, you can head on over to the YouTube channel. it's YouTube.com slash RunawayRobot. And you can find all of our tabletop content there, as well as my dumb face playing variety streaming game things. If you want to catch up in the podcast format, you can head on over to Spotify, iTunes, and or SoundCloud. And typing in DieFall Dungeons & Dragons or just DieFall tends to find our shows which is fantastic, and I love to see it. If you want to support us there, leaving reviews on any of those things, following any of those things, absolutely helps us out. If you're new to the show tonight, think about following us here on the Twitch channel. You'll know when we go live, when we do this show, and uh, when I'm doing other dumb things on this channel. And I do appreciate that. Announcement-wise, I do want to say that we will be having a second tabletop role-playing show coming to the channel very soon. In August, we will be premiering A Dark Matter game. Dark Matter is Dungeons & Dragons in space. And we'll be playing Conspiracy in the Stars. A space noir, if you will. But I have a couple of spins that I'm going to put onto it. And hopefully you'll find it very, very enjoyable. There'll be some teasers for that coming out within the next couple of weeks. It should be pretty, pretty good. Last and certainly not least, if you would like to play a game with me, If you'd like to explore the Humblewood experience, you can click the link down below for startplaying.games. That's startplaying.games. Or you can uh, follow this link right here in the chat. And I can be your DM. That's right. You can play a one-shot with me and your friends if you'd like. And you can experience the Humblewood adventure firsthand. I think that's about it for the announcements. Zombie Fighter, thank you for the 12 months Subscribe to the Tier 1. Your golden bot is given to you. Congratulations on becoming shiny and gold. Thank you, thank you. Cat Craig, thanks for the follow. Dark Juice Box, thank you for gifting a sub to Simply Jackson. LB, 100 bits, thank you. Shadow Storm, 5 bits from a while back. Thanks, guys, for being here. We will be right back. Welcome back to Diefall Alderheart episode 24. We are almost, we almost have that insurance premium drop. We're, we're getting there. We are, we are in fact getting there. Two of our players almost died. Didn't expect that on a down day, but hey, you know what? They've got cool magical items, and hopefully that makes up for it. We're spending some downtime at the Avium. After a very long and arduous research process, we're finally moving on. I think this brings us to maybe where the Dean summons the party together, on maybe the third day, or something like that. The culmination of the research has uh, come to fruition. Eli has been rather integrated into parts of that, and Eli, if you will note, uh, I did add an additional sentence that is very important... ...to what you figured out about the Conjuration Circle. You've calculated the circulars, the circle's postulated location in the grove which is on its eastern edge, at a point between Winnowing Reach and Alderheart. Now, if I drag you all over to your world map, you will note that there is a new point on the eastern edge of the grove, which is the postulated position of this conjuration circle, this locus of power. Now, uh... That's been figured out. The rest of the things, well... Let's find out when we go meet with the Dean. The party is summoned. Some of them still recovering from new injuries rather than old injuries. Uh, Pez, did you ever figure out that xylophone song you were trying to put together or uh, did this set you back at all?
2: Uh,
4: So was that the first day of two days that we were in the infirmary? Yes. Yeah, I would have done some dinking with the bones after cleaning
0: them. Yeah, yeah, you clean them, utilizing all of the things in the infirmary at your disposal. Lots of rags and hot water and things like that uh, at your disposal. Uh, The attendants look at you funny, but no better than to question the hero of Alderheart. So uh, you are able to uh, dink away as needed on your new bone xylophone.
4: Make some sounds happen.
0: You make some sounds happen. What uh, what kind of song are, do you uh concoct, conduct? Mm,
4: it depends on how it sounds, but probably something that's like Ooh, it is. Spooky. It is straight out
0: of Lion King when they play the bones like a xylophone or yeah. any other. Yeah, yeah.
4: Haunted library sounds is what Absol- I'm going for.
0: sure. Yes, perfect. It definitely works as such. So what, what kind of song do you do you can is it more adventures of your friends and and you as heroes or
4: I think it would just be more along the lines of the stuff that happened here, but a little more dramatized, you know? Maybe oh, sure. skip over little Exaggerated a little,
0: exaggerated the, a little uh, bit, less books, more fighting, more shadows and necromancy, that kind of thing.
4: Yeah. I like
0: that. I like that. Roll me a perception check, would you?
4: Oh. Um, button, button. There it is. One.
0: That is a natural one.
4: Can I
2: reroll
0: it? With faded? Yes. Yes. 20? That is a natural 20. (laughs) This is the duality of this entire group enunciated in an absolute nutshell. The faded die is a natural 20. Pez... You feel like you would have missed this in any regular. any regular stay in this infirmary so far. There's a small Strig that comes by every so often and peeks in through the door and listens to the music that you play. You note that they have rather large glasses. They're rather small, and they seem to always be carrying a stack of books you know that they sit across the hall, somewhat out of the way, reading a book and listening to your music. It seems Kevin has been trying to somewhat unobtrusively listen in and check in on you from time to time.
4: Kevin, get your butt in here. What do you think? Is it good to...
0: Huh? <laughs> what, me? Hell oh, wait, hang on. I need. I need this lucky it's Kevin what me oh goodness uh, I, uh, uh, of course uh, he, he comes in and he uh, he sits kind of stands at the foot of your your bed and i uh, i heard that uh, some things had happened and that there was a giant necromantic monster and that you and he looks over at the snoring Lucky at the bed beside you who is sleeping through all of your musical <laughs> ramblings and, and and that the hero Lucky as well was there and got rather hurt and had been spending some time here in the infirmary.
4: It was very dangerous. We nearly almost all died again. What is with this place? <laughs> How are you <laughs> well, fine? How'd you make it? Do you almost die every day being
2: here?
0: Well, well no, I, I I spend a lot of time in my room and with my books and, and studying in the libraries around here as well as practicing my magics. You know, it's, it's rather stressful being a student here at the Avium and well, the espresso's been wonderful, honestly, yeah. I, I'm really glad that it finally made its way here. It's making a lot of this stuff way more bearable.
4: You're doing great, don't do necromancy.
0: No, Don't I think it. I'm gonna keep focusing on that fire magic. I had done so previously. It seemed to work out rather well against those shadows and maybe my understanding can help you all fight the fires that are happening over in the, the Scorched Grove.
4: Oh yeah, fight the fire with even more fire. I like where your head is at.
0: Well, I was thinking more of an understanding of how fire works, especially in a magical capacity, but that doesn't sound like it would actually work if I fought fire with fire. Wouldn't that just double the fire?
4: could try. Could see how it goes. I don't know. Sounds like something the smart people would be able to figure out. You got the glasses, fight, you got it.
0: Fight fire with fire. Suggested by Pez, the hero of Alderheart. should do, circled a bunch of times.
4: I mean, we just research it a little bit. See what happens, you know? start small, put a little small fire next to the small fire, and then just, whoop, I don't
0: know. Lots of okay, Magic lots of fires. Stuff. I I will ha- I'll have to find some free space to be able to do so. Um, but uh, how are you? I've been listening to some of your, uh, your musical uh, renditions. Uh, are those b- bones? Yeah, we found
4: them. They we found them, and I'm making music with them.
0: You, f- you found you're making music with with bones. Is that normal for musicians to do?
4: To get experimental with it, you know. Take take from the natural surroundings, and
0: uh, you know. I, I, I believe I, I've I've heard of this genre of music before. Uh, uh, most people call it prog rock, but uh, I see that you're no longer using rocks, so maybe uh, bone music. I uh, there's gonna be a better name for this, but uh,
4: mm, think about it. Uh, uh, what bone uh, mar- marrow is in it? uh
0: I mean, rocks are still involved. Oh, ro- rocks are still involved. Oh, rocks are still involved. Maybe. Well, maybe "prog rock" is the right words for it. You just happen to be hitting some bones, and well, bones are the rocks of the body, right? And uh, that sounds
4: right.
0: Um, Rob, I just read that. I hate you forever, but this is uh, way too. Uh, I'm not going to use it. Nope.
2: Oh.
0: This could be Pez's suggestion. I am not letting him say this.
4: And then Eli walks in. No,
3: <laughs> we will
4: keep workshopping this. It'll be great. I I gotta try that thing that you mentioned that one time, possibly about like recording the music and then getting it out there to even more people. That would that is fascinating. You gotta tell me more about that sometime.
0: Oh, <laughs> all the podcast listeners are gonna miss all of this. There are a bunch of highlighted messages now, just saying, "Say it, say it." Okay. I've got it! Yeah, yeah. There are these bands far to the south over at Salter's Port. They're called mariachi bands. Amazing. I think we call it mariachi.
4: Kevin, you cannot be stopped. You are incredible. We're writing this down. Credit to you, man.
0: God damn it, Rob. And full credit to Rob for Marowachi. This is now our bone xylophone music Thank genre. Thank you,
3: Twitch chat, for bullying Robo into saying it.
0: <laughs> God, I was bu- I was bullied hardcore for this. <clears throat> Benefits of the live show. Cheers. Um. Yes, uh, yes. write that down. Um, Marowachi. This is brilliant 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 and my play on words is is fantastic and wonderful and pez the musical genius loves it circled a thousand times
4: you're circling that's more times just just to be sure
0: circling more times <laughs> it's great um so i um i uh... Well, um, I-I-I, um, I kind of had something, uh, for-for-for-for you, um.
4: Me? Stuff? Uh,
0: uh, uh, I-I, uh, yeah, I, um, mm-hmm. Can I have it? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, no. Just one second, just one, just
4: it's not
0: nail clippings. He tears out two pages from the back of his notebook, journal, whatever he seems to be taking notes in. And he gives it to you and they're pressed together rather tightly. And you can see that there's something kind of like seeping through the edges of it.
4: Mm, What is it?
0: Do you open the pages? Or do you ask him?
4: I'm gonna ask him.
0: Um, just um, a little something I I, I was working on in, in my botany class.
4: Can I open it? Is it is it safe?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 I, I just, it's it's to keep it, um keep it together, it's rather delicate.
4: I'll be careful. I'm gonna open it very carefully.
0: It is a beautifully pressed and dried flower. Uh, it doesn't seem to be of any kind that you recognize, but you note that each of the petals are kind of a bluish purple. Uh, the stem itself is rather deep green, and you note that it is somewhat looks like thorns have been pressed into it, but they seem rather brittle upon the drying process.
4: Kevin, that is so pretty. I'm gonna frame that and gonna hang it's, it. it.
0: It's it's beautiful and 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 dangerous, uh, like you.
4: I will try not to stab myself with it.
0: Also, thank there, you. You note now that he has, like, a bandage around one of his fingers, like, yeah, um, pretty sharp.
4: Kevin, what in the heck? You gotta be careful.
0: I, uh, I, oh, yes, yes, of course.
4: You are a growing boy, and you gotta do your studies and not get stabbed. Especially now that all the students are gonna be carrying knives out here. That's exciting.
0: Yeah, I kind of heard about that. There's a knife class now that the hero Lucky suggested, and should I take that? I mean,
4: absolutely. Knives are great.
0: Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you here. You and your friends go on such cool adventures, and I was kind of thinking about maybe going on some of my own.
4: Ooh. That's exciting. I mean, you handled yourself very well, but maybe I don't. Do you want to finish school first, and then and then see where where the winds take you? You know.
0: Do you know how long school here at the Avium lasts?
4: Absolutely not.
0: A decade. Why? It's Ten years. Ten I- years of magical study, and then most people become professors, and then those professors die here. Oh. And they work here as skeletons for the rest of forever. I don't want to be stuck here. Ten years? I feel stuck here already. It's, oh. it's kind of a lot.
4: How long you been here?
0: About eight months now.
4: Ah, jeez. Well, I mean, I can't tell you what to do. You know you more than anybody else knows you. You know. How did exhibit? you
0: learn magic?
4: Um well traveling around and then I don't know. It's very detailed and super deep story full of magic and intrigue. There was there was an incredible goddess that came down from the clouds and was like, Pez, you are super special and the best and are definitely gonna be a super famous musician one day. Here you go. Here's Here's some magic. And and then and then it was great and then everything was sparkly and that's how it happened for sure.
0: Wow. I just accidentally set fire to the kitchen one day and they said I had to go to the avium.
4: We can so make I up didn't... a better story. Wait, was yours made up? Aren't most super awesome stories made up?
0: I mean, if they're in the fiction section of the library, yes, but I'd figured that the hero of Alderheart would be telling the truth to me.
4: Yeah, but the truth is boring, you know? It's like, oh, magic seems cool, and then uh, I, I just watched some magical people do some magical stuff and asked them to teach me how to do some magical stuff, and every so often, some magical person would be like, yeah, I do this magical thing. I'm like, hey, I, I, can, I, can I do this magical thing? They're like, yeah, sure, but let's try. and then I'd write them a poem or something, and it's just... You know, that's not as exciting.
0: You didn't go to school? For magic?
4: Not for 10 years? That's insane. Yeah,
0: I think that too. I like it, but that's a long time. And... Well, there's a lot of the world to see. It's actually really large.
4: You can learn a lot out there. From a bunch of different people.
0: So you think I should go?
4: I can't tell you what to do. You worked really hard to be here too. I did. Outside is kind of dangerous sometimes. Maybe you should find some some buddies to travel with, you know? Find a group of people.
0: Other students, you think?
4: If if that's what you want to do.
0: Okay. Yeah.
4: Just be careful. Don't stab yourself on flowers.
0: flowers! Maybe I'll... (laughs) Maybe I'll get someone that's really good at at doing bandages, huh?
4: (laughs) That would be a really good start,
5: actually. That's super smart. Okay. Yeah.
0: Um... I'm sorry for bothering you. Um... I hope your Maru... Maruachi music goes really well. Um...
4: I mean, thank you for helping. That That was great.
0: Yeah. Um. I I I have to go. Uh, study now. Um. But uh, maybe I'll 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 see you on the the adventuring road.
4: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, You know, I'll go write some letters or something, or I mean, I'll tour around and do some music, and I'd love to say hi again.
0: Okay. Um. <clears throat> uh, yeah. Okay. Goodbye. Okay. Bye. okay uh, yeah. Bye. <laughs> uh, and and he kind of like nervously walks away, and, yeah, it, it's pretty clear Kevin didn't know when to leave. Uh, <laughs> so, ah! I'm knocking over things. Uh, so Kevin leaves, you're able to recover, and eventually... Thank god that's over. Eventually, you're all called, uh, to the Dean's office in the avium. The Dean summons you there, and you note that there are two guards outside. They allow you all inside. You've... Fully recovered, all of your HP, spell slots, and/or otherwise faded and die everything. You're brand new, healed people. Um. And he's oh, <laughs> good, good, and uh, welcome. Uh, please do uh, come in, please ha- have a seat. You note Oddwald is in a large, kind of wing-backed purple chair, lounging in it, still manacled, though it seems. It's, it's like the manacles uh, are jewelry to him now. He seems to have become accustomed to it and wears them with a the kind of regality that uh, belies what their true use is. Uh, welcome. Um, It seems that the research has gone rather well, Eli. I do appreciate you assisting the professors and other students with figuring out what to do. Now, uh everything's been relayed to me, so I'm going to do my best to summarize everything that is of importance here, and then we will get to the next parts of hopefully solving this problem. <sighs> well it seems that we have somewhat of a solution. Yeah uh, There's an item. Called the Borealis. Uh, it's um, a magical thing. that well uh, An old legend that was found as many years ago was only since returning to uh, Laboratories here we found anything about it uh, The Borealis seems to be a piece of the opposite of the aspect of fire. It is uh, a piece of an aspect of ice the uh, a, a token of balance The aspect of flame has reawoken, but the aspect of ice still remains dormant. The research posits that there is a way to utilize and find the Borealis. Shod of this ice aspect. And maybe figure out a way to weaken the aspect itself. some of the research done by Eli. The conjuration and sealing circle was located. Hopefully, we have an idea of where it is. After the utilization of the Borealis, we might be able to reseal away the fire aspect and buy ourselves some more time into figuring out how to really achieve the balance in the wood once again. I... I've been assured that this is likely the last hope for all of us. There doesn't seem to be another solution. As you all have stated, the cobble fright is a solution, but way too small and feeble. And he kind of tosses an apologetic glance over to Oddwald, who nods respectfully, understanding that his understanding of the situation was rather flawed. Odwald here um, would like to assist you in locating the Borealis. He has the research and has posited a location of someone that may be able to help. (laughs) Yes, one of my old friends, her name is Susan the Seer, rather powerful divinator, more so than even the ones here, was on many adventures with me And I believe if we were to ask her the location of this shard, she would be able to guide us. And then we would hopefully be able to use it. If you will have me, I would like to accompany you back to Alderheart. There has been some communication with the council and they have signed off on my assistance.
3: Well, friends, uh, how do y'all feel about it?
6: I imagine that uh, you will still have the the manacles on uh, when, we, when we the Dean pipes up.
0: Yes, of course. Yes, that is an absolute stipulation of the contract that we have signed with the Council. I wouldn't so worry about this. Um. Now, if you are to come across any dangers, though... He gestures over to Eli. Eli, you do still have the small silver key that would unlock those manacles. And should situations become dire, I, I do say this as the dean and as an old friend of Odwald, I still vouch that he was trying to do what he thought was best, and should worse comes to worse, well, you have the means to free him. Yes, I will be rather useless in combat. Otherwise, I don't even have my wand on me anymore.
3: Well. Let's hope it doesn't come to that, but. I agree. I, I do think that. I stand by what I said previously. This is. The woods' best hope is a, a, an adventure of your caliber, and uh, personally, I I welcome the company. Pez, lucky. What
4: do you think? He's just trying his best, and is very misguided. But he is. We are a stalwart group of
1: very good people who definitely know what they're doing. I mean, uh, don't want to have to babysit anybody. Uh, so I hope your ideas for, uh, how we're gonna resolve the situation don't, uh, involve hurting us anymore, frankly. Uh, but you know, yeah, I'm okay with it, I suppose. But you know, I'm not as tender about the idea, I guess, as everybody else is. I mean, I don't know what your magic in general could do, and uh, you like fidgets at an the and He's like, eh. but arrows, arrows go fast, so um, just seeing. Well, if you ever want
0: a taste of it, I could show you.
1: No, I'm right. I feel like I've had a plenty of taste of it recently. Thanks think so. <laughs>
0: yes, of course. All right uh, then. Well, uh, that sounds like it's settled then. The Borealis will be the next step uh, Susan the seer seems to be in Alderheart Having to make her way there Seems she had stopped somewhere in winnowing reach before reaching there, but it has been confirmed she has a shop set up there somewhere in the market section I suggest that in the morning you well gather your things and get ready to move I know some time has been spent here, but uh, time is of the essence, as you have, well, definitely made clear. Now, I do have some things for you. I'll call it thanks. I'll call it well-earned. Um, I have this. Uh, it, there's a ring, and it... Seems to have one small ruby uh, set on one side and one small sapphire set on, set on the other. Ah, uh, it's a ring of spell storing, and I put a little bit of my own power inside. You can utilize it however you wish, and he kind of holds it out for anyone to take.
3: I'm alright on magic if anybody else wants it.
0: This is where we get to the point where the the party's too nice to take anything from each other and so they won't take... The the spell caster won't take the ring of spell storing, so...
3: I just... I I don't need it. I... I have spells. I figured it's like an oh shit button for somebody that doesn't. No,
0: no, no, no. no. It's, uh, you can put your spells in it so they don't take slots.
3: Oh, I misunderstood. I should should look at the item before I say things.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'll I'll clarify for you. He put one of his own spells in it.
3: Yeah, so that But you okay. can also do that. Got it.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you wanted to be like, I'm gonna store a fifth level slot in here. And I believe that's what this level one this one is, uh I will take a look real quick. Yeah, it can store uh a fifth level spell or a combination up to their witch. So Those five slots worth of storing.
1: I just want you guys to know. I want you guys, one of you guys to take it. But in character, Lucky is just like sweating looking at this jeweled ring. Like, somebody take this.
0: (sighs) This thing looks hyper valuable.
1: He's just like eyeballing uh, Eli while he's like like, measuring it out. Like,
0: (sighs) Eli, do you
3: take the ring? I feel like I've already taken so much.
1: I. Girl, how many, luck, how many special items do you have today?
3: I don't know. <laughs> how, many? how many
0: magical... I, I, Eli, I you the have the, blade, the, of the wood. blade of the wood.
1: You are by far the most spell, like, library flipping... I thought world.
3: I had something else. Oh, just a plus one Character. shield. All right, yeah, heck it. I guess I'll dig it.
2: Okay.
0: Yep. <laughs> You're, the like, the biggest spell caster in the group here, so I don't want to, like remove that from you when this is physically a gift for you so
3: <laughs> okay
0: the dean has made this specifically for you oh so, my man so he hands it to uh to eli and uh eli upon becoming uh, uh, attuned to this you'll be able to utilize it there which uh, i will put it in your uh, player journal here so you can peruse some of the wording for it as well as the spell that he has placed inside which is stellar bodies uh, a fifth level version of Stellar Bodies, uh, which is a Humblewood specific spell. Uh, and it creates two small stars that do a ton of damage in an area around you. So, that's a, it's a good fun one. It's a good fun one. Oh my god. St- the hot Kool-Aid thing.
3: What is, a callback. That is a good one. Um, I, I read that in his voice.
2: <laughs> Me not.
0: Uh, So you now have a ring of of spell storing, but the Dean is not done. He holds out uh, what looks to be a faculty avium amulet. Um, I would like to give you these once you turn in your guest passes, as well as, uh, well, this, and he hands you a scroll. The scroll details the sigil sequence to a secret teleportation circle within the avium itself. Upon utilizing the amulet once a day, you can one-way ticket yourself to the teleportation circle in the avium. So he hands you that. Um, that's... Well, you'll have to state your business with the guards that are around the teleportation circle, but... Let's call this a, uh... Quick getaway if you ever need
3: it. Thank you.
0: Yes, uh, well, anyways, uh... There's only one thing I can do more for you, and... Well, you are literally walking into the belly of a fire-breathing beast. So, here, I had a couple of these brewed up while we had the time. He hands you two potions of fire resistance. And I think that's everything. One more night here, I suppose, and then in the morning, you are... Well, I, I, I I think it's time to go. Ardwald will accompany you, and and I I think that's it. Is there anything else that you would like to discuss before leaving the Avium?
6: Uh, Do you perhaps have a more accurate uh, map uh, of the the roads? Uh, We had a bit of a trickier time uh, getting here. I don't want to have the same, uh, difficulties that, uh, we did, did you coming take the roads? The... Well, we got a little of track and then trying to find the road, just in case, uh, it might, uh, as reassurance, I would feel better if,
0: uh. Yes, of, of course, I, I, I can have, uh, one of our most recent maps, uh, brought up for you and delivered to your rooms. Um, they will depict all the, the known roads that we have, yes?
1: I mean, clearly, clearly we can make our way around without right. a map. Oh, well, but just f- having it on backup in case one of us gets lost is, uh, you know. <laughs> just in case we have a straggler.
0: Right, right. um, oh, of course. Uh, uh, yes, I I will have one brought to you. Um, Is there anything else that we can, at the Avium, do to assist you? Truly, your success is our survival.
4: Y'all got any extra arrows? If you have
0: needs of arms and armor, yes, uh, the... Perch Guard does, uh, have shipments every once in a while that you can make use of.
4: Cool, thanks.
0: Yes, uh, we we can also provide you with, uh, rations if if needed.
4: Do you have a mobile espresso machine?
0: No, but that is a wonderful invention, isn't it? No magic involved at all, but yet the steam and the sound and the the lovely liquid that comes from it seems so magical on its own. No, I... I, Utilize steam to make it go. Portable espresso. I will have my best think upon this.
4: Back to me on that. Thanks.
3: Okay. The future of the um, wood depends on it. Mm, mm-hmm. I think so. Eli just as a final point to him would would just say Dean, I understand that we didn't see eye to eye 100% of the time but I do want to thank you for the AVM's assistance because truly at the end of the day without coming here we would not have the means to stop this. So, thank you.
0: I apologize
3: once again for... That, that won't be necessary.
0: My flat-footedness. I, I hope you do understand my position here has... Well, uh,
3: I do. Uh,
0: thank you, I thank you. Um, well, rest up. Uh, Oddwald will Accompany you on the morrow and God's speed Truly need the best from you Thank you Okay Okay. anything else you guys want to accomplish here with the Dean otherwise this will be the last you talk to them until uh, Maybe hitting the oh shit button of teleportation and heading on back to the avio. That's the, that's the big red one. You just... And everyone gets teleported back to relative safety. Um, okay. You're ushered back to your rooms and you spend one final night at the avium. Upon the morning, you take the long, long elevator back down to the bottom in the entrance of the avium itself. And for the first time in roughly a week you're finally outside the building. The woods are a little bit off in the distance as the tower itself lies within a clearing, but it is a beautiful, warm, sunny morning in front of you as the dew evaporates off the grass and trees around. The ancient depths of the forest lies ahead. One way, the back roads. The other way, the written roads. A map was delivered to you in the morning. It is the same map that you currently have, though a little bit newer. It does not depict any new roads that you might have found, but all the same roads that you might utilize. Odwald greets you at the front as you exit the elevator and walk out together. Leaning somewhat heavily on a walking staff, you note that, similar to Dagonet, this is an old adventurer. They've seen many days and many walks across the wood, well then, <clears throat> I, for one, would like to uh, use the roads,
3: <laughs> yeah, I'd say we're all in agreement on that.
2: It's cute. Good. i.
0: You remember that utilizing the roads will take roughly an extra day to get back to Alderheart, but it is known passage. And so you begin your walk, your three-day travel, back to Alderheart itself. Yes, Rob, it it was only a week. It feels like... A million years in avium time. Feels like 83 years. But it was only a week. But you start your walk. Lucky, are you still leading the way, even though you're on the roads today? Yeah. Yes?
1: I mean, if anything, for like, forward scouting purposes, for any potential...
0: Absolutely, yes. bandit stuff. So, in that case, you, you don't necessarily have to do so much of a survival check as a perception check right? Like, you're on lookout duty now rather than being the one trying to find the trails. So, go ahead and roll me some, uh, perception here, and let's see what you will see for uh, that's a 14. That's good. That's good. So, you're well and truly looking out now, which is great. The roads make that very easy for you. Um, what is everyone else doing on our, on our walk here? Uh, Eli, what are you doing?
3: I feel like Eli is, uh, Awkwardly trying to bridge the um, traveling companions gap with Oddwald and maybe um, they're trading adventuring stories. Eli will tell him about uh, the time that they thought they were going to have to single-handedly face the leader of the bandit coalition and possibly swaths of bandits only to find out that it was just, you know... Th- a woman wronged and she was doing what she thought the perch guard wouldn't do. And we found out that it was a very noble cause and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera.
0: Sort of thing. He listens intently. Yeah. Adventuring stories are apparently of an interest to him being a, uh, a former adventurer. Um, He laughs at all the appropriate moments. When you make your jokes, he sighs and he, he, you know, you see about
3: children trying yeah, yeah, try to requisition the help of children. Yeah, and
0: you, you note in his eyes, there's like a, a, a kind of a recognition of possibly having done something similar in a previous adventure of his. And you note that he, he begins like tearing up a little bit when you talk about the plight of Beneseridon and, and how she was having to handle this the entirety of these refugees and the bandits themselves and what she was trying to accomplish and and when you note that beneseriden was thusly freed of her 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 burden and and is released into basically taking care of all these people which was her ultimate goal he sighs and he smiles and he's he's genuinely happy to hear that it had such an outcome um he also shares stories with you where he mentions uh the, the seer that you're going to, to meet, Susan, as well as uh, Riffin, the Ash Knight, of of which uh, Dagonet knows of, and, and how they were great friends and how they went uh, about solving problems. He does mention that there were times, mostly back then, that they were dealing with lots of the, the bandit issues. It was a, a large problem then, and he's happy to hear that, it has been toned down quite a lot and that a lot of them have been integrated into the uh, the Humble Folk um, Coalition. So, he uh, he's, still, he's feeling he's, he's pretty good about it. And he trades stories back and forth. You note that he's rather slow moving. He's older and stuff. But yeah, he, he's like any other adventuring companion that you could hope for. He's right up there with them. Zaganay, what do you do during this time?
5: Uh, well, I imagine he's, he's at the back, you know, out of walking speed alone, uh, but also kind of just, like, keeping an eye. Like, he's not fully trusting Oswald, despite, you know, he's under control, and he's very nice and well-intentioned at the moment. He, he's just leery, and he's mm-hmm. kind of, at the back, just kind of keeping an eye on things. Roll we'll perception check as well.
0: That's a natural 20.
6: My eyes are good.
0: Your eyes are good. And you're happy to report that you're not being followed by anything. There's nothing in the trees. At least this day. travel is nice. It feels good. Honestly, even for Dagonet's slight limp, to get out and about from the stuffiness And the magical lights that was always on inside the avium. There's something better about being out in the daylight and the sunshine and the light filtering through the trees. And of course, during our movie, this is where we get lovely shots of just, like, the light coming down and everyone walking together. And how the shadows play across all of your, like, equipment and your bodies and things. It's great. It's it's a, a super relaxing, super relaxing time.
5: He's relieved to be on the ground.
0: Yes. Very much so on the ground and not 20 stories up in the air in a magical, weird tree tower. Pez, what are you doing on your walk today? You're finally outside. It's beautiful. You have a marowachi xylophone? (laughs)
4: I'm just gonna walk and see if there's any pretty flowers to pick and just play little tunes as we go and try not to think about having to look at that big scary mountain thing again.
0: Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, gonna have to see it again. (laughs) And if you're a patron, there's wonderful artwork that you could get of that mountain creature and the party almost dying. So, hey, that's good. Um, roll me a perception check, though. Let's see if you find some cool flowers.
4: Yeah. New perception. Six.
0: A six. Eh, you know, I think you find that there's not that many cool flowers. There's a lot of, like, flowers and berries. It's like, But, like, they're, like, normal. They're, like, it's like honeysuckles. And, like, you know, some regular, like, daylilies and, like, you know, daisies and stuff. You know? Kind of like your run-of-the-mill off the side of a, a forest road flowers. Nothing as cool and as intricate as what was per- what Kevin gave to you, but you know there's you could make some daisy chain crowns out of them if you wanted to. Yeah,
4: we got time. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna give everybody yeah. a daisy chain crown
0: during one of your during your lunch break. You all sit down and have some some rations or some summoned food by uh, by Eli, and some daisy chain crowns are made and passed about and. Oddwald kind of gives a quizzical look, but when everyone in the party kind of just takes them, and I think everyone last time put them all on, so I think, do you guys put them all on this time as well? Yeah. You're all about humoring Pez and their, like, wonderful positivities, so you put them all on immediately and are, are happy about it. Oddwald kind of gives everyone a look and then it's like, shrugs, and this wrinkled old foam with grayish feathers. could put some eyes puts on the feather crown, or the, the flower crown. He's feeling pretty good about it, too. Suits you. Yes, thank you, I... I've never felt so pretty.
4: Everybody should feel pretty all the time.
0: Oh, well, he, he like, he like, plucks out like a feather that's just like molting off of his body. He's like, sometimes you just get old.
4: But no, just don't do that.
0: Oh, okay, it was coming out anyway. So you continue your day. And it's just a nice day out on the road. The day comes to a close. You each take your watches. You sit by the fire. You listen to Eli tell stories about Gaspard. New music is being played by Pez. Dagonet whittles on another stick of some kind. Keeping their carpentry practice up. And Lucky observes all of their, uh, gems that they may or may not have swindled pez out of. Uh, trying to evaluate their prices and what they will fetch at market. Um... And so your night passes rather peacefully as well. The next day comes, and the next day passes. Nothing happens, nothing eventful. The roads seem... safe. At one point in time during the day, Dagonet, you note that there are birdfolk flitting from tree to tree. They don't stop for you, but your very perceptive eyes pick out that they are wearing the garb of the Perch Guard. It seems these roads are now patrolled, well-traveled, on observance by the Alderheart Guard. And hopefully that means that the integration of the Humblefolk Brigade is going well, that they're able to expand their influence even further than before. It may have only been a week in our time here in the game, but things are progressing rather quickly. And as bird folk can flit from tree to tree, they can move rather quickly as well. The third day passes without incident. Eventually, towards the afternoon, the Alderheart tree climbs to the sky in front of you. Whether or not you feel like this is your home, or whether or not it is actually your home, you feel some comfort at being back on familiar territory, where there aren't, as far as you know, magical creatures attempting to kill you and bumping in the night. Oddwald seems to have traveled rather well, and is very thankful for you to have taken the road. As you approach the city, you note that the housing project over the last week Now a week and a half. As progressed, the shanty homes seem more structured, more well put together. Seems that the roots are actually a neighborhood now. The Underfall is its own bustling portion of city with thousands of humble folk there. New shops seem to be springing up. Goods are for sale. Food. You note that most of it isn't even requiring money, but it seems some of them require a a paper stamp of some kind that is being handed out from the Alderhart political group. And some people are just giving away things for work, help with homes, setting up the neighborhood itself. The refugees are doing well. Humble Folk Brigade has been well integrated here and is well invested in getting their own families back to some kind of solid footing while the fires rage towards the north. You've reached Alderheart. What would you like to do? What
1: time is it-ish?
0: Late afternoon.
1: Um... Alright, you guys, I, uh... I don't know how much time we have before, uh... the the day. Do you, uh... You guys wanna split? And I know we need to get the council's attention pretty quickly. Verify everything going on. But at the same time, the other group can go to the, uh... Inn and make sure we've got a place to stay for the night before they, you know, stop taking people in.
3: Yeah, I can uh, I can secure our lodge and if you want to do what you need to do, no worries.
1: Well, you want me to go to the council and talk to them? Um, I was my thinking you, but... Yeah, oh, I'm okay. sorry.
3: I misunderstood what you were saying. I thought we were doing things before we went to go see the council together.
1: Ooh. I can go to
3: Council if you want.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah I'm, I'm <laughs> afraid I, uh, I'll, I'll stumble over them. I mean, they make me a little nervous. They get all them big feathers, and I don't think they have much respect for uh, Jerbean still, even though they're trying to. Uh, so, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll go to our same in, uh
0: You're going to go to the half-full cup?
1: Yeah, I was going to say the cup cup, but... The yeah, cup cup. Exactly,
0: yeah. yes. Yeah. The cup cup in the trunk market. Okay. Okay. Cup cup. So, cup. cup. The cup cup. Lucky goes to the cup cup. Uh where is everyone? Eli, you're going to go to the uh the council. Uh Pez, where are you going? Can uh, you join Eli or Lucky here?
4: Eli, or are uh, did, you going somewhere else? Would you would you like some help with the council or you think you got it or
0: Oh, I'll go with him. Don't worry. I have some business with the council myself.
4: Everything you say sounds a little menacing. I know you probably don't mean it. What do you mean
0: by that? Everything
4: I say- Just put the daisy crown back on. Just leave leave it on. Okay.
0: And he happily puts it back on and gives you a smile, which is kind of weird because he's got this crow face, right? So, you know, crow smile, I don't know.
4: I think I'm gonna just go say hi to my mom and dad.
0: Yeah, you're gonna go say hi to your parents. I remember one point in time you almost left without saying goodbye, so hey, this is a good time to go say hi. Degeney, where do you want to go?
5: Uh, with Oswald kind of like piping up, he wanted to go with Eli. I guess I would go with the, the council. Yeah. <clears throat> Just kind of like stands behind Oswald and was kind of like...
0: <clears throat> if Oswald takes any notice of your posture, he doesn't say anything about it. Um, okay, so... First things first. Let's uh let's do the cup cup first. How about that? So you want to go to the cup cup, the half full cup. The innkeeper Giles Aberd, a uh, friendly enough uh, innkeeper. Um, I can't. I have written down Gallus. Was that correct? He's a friendly Gallus guy, and I think he had like a Canadian accent. But I <laughs> I can't for the life of me pull that out of my butt right now. So. <laughs> We're just going to go through the motions of you meeting with his daughter. Yeah, uh, his daughter, um, Ginny Abbard, uh, another gallus who seems to not have the Canadian accent, but is running the cup cup at this point in time. Uh, Oh, yes. Uh, Welcome to the half full cup. How may I assist you?
2: Oh,
1: I need to reserve a room for one, two, three, four, and then another room for one.
0: We are rather full at the moment, but uh, I can can see what's available. You might have to uh, go all to one room. Uh,
1: All right, okay. Is there like dividers in that room? Essentially, I've got a lady in the party and I don't want to feel uncomfortable.
0: Oh, yes, of course, we can provide Uh, Privacy screenings, yes.
1: Oh, perfect. All right. All right. Within one room, uh, one, two, three, four, five beds. Five beds. Five.
0: Uh, We could do the two doubles and uh, a a cot, maybe, or or a pallet on the ground.
1: All right. Um, how about two beds, two cots, and a pallet? Two cots and a
0: pallet. Some. Okay, how about this? I'll show you the room that we do have available, and then you can help me figure out how you want this set up. Oh, sure, sure, yeah, yeah. You go up to the room, and it is a a standard room where they have basically one single bed on either side. And it's kind of a tight space, getting a lot of cot and or pallet room in here. You're going to be pretty much head to toe, but you figure out a way to make it work. Uh, (laughs) It won't be comfortable, but you'll all be able to sleep.
1: This'll be, this'll work. Yeah, it's got a good space to it.
0: Oh, good. Wonderful. I, I understand these are trying times, and I know that we are much too over capacity here, but the, well, the mandates from the council say that we should be trying to take care of as many people as possible. It's, well, you know, it's important. we've also slashed our rates, if that assists you in any way. Um, for, the, for the five, I, I believe it'll, it'll be two silver pieces a night.
1: Oh right, yeah yeah, I was gonna ask about a uh, frequent stay at discount. We've stayed here before, uh, me oh, and my friends.
0: Ha- have yeah, you? Yeah. I, I don't recognize well, Oh we
1: usually I... work with uh, another guy in so such describe <laughs> Can we see Oh us? my father Oh that's oh that's, yeah, yeah. Oh, hey, that's
0: wait, wait. Wow, he's out of town on business right now. Uh I'm sure he'll be back. Oh, uh, I wanted soon. to say hi. That's so so sad. Yes, but um I'm sorry, we don't really do frequent visit uh, discount. Generally, everyone has to go through the council if they're visiting dignitaries or something. And though you do have some fancy armor on, I, I'm not sure I recognize you.
1: Ooh, uh, I mean, I'm I'm lucky, and uh, the party that I'm with is uh Nilay and, and Dagonay, and then we have an extra with us uh, from uh,
0: Peas. I, I I think I've heard that name before. A musician, Yeah, right. yeah they, yes, Pez, yeah. That Pez? Hmm. Yeah. Well, if, if, <laughs> if you're willing to make a deal, if Pez plays at the half-full cup, you can stay for free for one night.
1: Uh, I'm, sh- I'm sure Pez will be happy to, as I mean, we do have business with the council, and it might be urgent, so if we stay, I'll say if we stay more than one night, we'll be sure to make a you know, at least play.
0: Uh, Every night she plays, you can stay for free.
1: Alright. So, is this one of those, like, uh... You give me an invoice at the end of the, uh... End of the... End of the stay here? You Look, usually I'm just used to, like, staying in the woods. Uh, so I... I'll provide stuff.
0: you a parchment, yes.
1: Alright, so there's no money up front situation, right?
0: Well, of course you're able to stay here. I'm letting you have the first night for free without her even playing. Oh, alright. Per- per- perfect. Perfect. That's, uh, it works. Wonderful, and at uh, two silver a night. Otherwise,
1: all right, two silver a night. Noted. Perfect. He like takes lucky, out. Lucky, you do know that like, one silver sil- to yeah. like tip her. Thank you
0: for that. Yeah. Oh. oh my. Oh, thank you. Lucky, this shrewd businessman that he is, uh, <laughs> would note that two silver is cheap for a room for yeah, like five Yeah, but lucky wants people. it for free. <laughs> oh, of course, of course. You're like, this is already a killer deal. <laughs>
1: He's like eh. can i
0: get it for free though how much
1: more can i squeeze them um yeah yeah, yeah, yeah no that's great uh, but you have signed pez
0: up for some performances it seems
1: yeah no she loves performing big fan of performing herself she's
0: got a she's got some prog rock to perform she got here, a new
1: instrument so. you know now yeah. they're calling she's it the Marowachi or something I don't know,
0: but... what a curious name it's yeah. it sounds like it's related to bones in some way
1: Pretty informative, frankly. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I'll make sure she gets her best out. Uh, I think she's running some errands right now. Uh, but, yeah, that settles that. Our, new, our names in the room, I appreciate you uh, seeing me with uh, immediacy, as I see you all very busy, as you mentioned. Thank you very
0: much. Yes, uh, of course. I, I do accommodate, and she hands you a key to the room.
1: Uh, and Lucky is like, kind of urgently well, go, right, I've got stuff to attend to before we come back. It's nice to meet you. I'll see you all. Oh, so, 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 thank you, bye. He, like, she lets you go without
0: out. argument. There yeah. are a ton of people in the common room right now.
1: Sweet. And look, he's going to head to Eliza's.
0: You're going to go to Eliza's? Okay. From that point, we're going to go and we're going to jump on over to Pez who has made their way to the Branches neighborhood and out on the boughs. When you go visit their parents, Pez, you climb up the spindly staircase, which I do remember. I say spindly staircase every time we come to this house. You knock on the door. Yeah. You knock, and with now familiar fashion, I say, I say, I say, who's at the door now? Daddy, this me. Ta- and he comes and he bundles you up in an all too familiar hug now drags you inside honey honey pez is home and your mom walks out oh my dear my dear and they give you all the big hugs and bird kisses that you can handle and you know that they are back from their travels they were out selling some artwork it seems uh, which apparently people are still buying even though the woods is on fire. Who, uh, Whatever, man. Art collectors. What are you going to do about them? Uh, so <laughs> is there anything you would like to talk about with your parents while you're here or are you just here to visit?
4: Just visit, let them know what's going on and ask how they're doing and eat food. They seem to
0: be doing well. Um, the fermentation process is going rather well. Your father is now selling the moonshine down... Uh, in the Underfall market. Every day, he goes and takes jars to the Underfall, and, uh, well... In stressful times, people need distraction, and so those that are building the Underfall neighborhood tend to come to the impromptu bar that your dad has built down there.
4: That's just good business. Mm
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. So he's got, like, a... I, I imagine... You know like in every anime they have like the noodle shop that's just literally just a bar and it's just kind of like a little shack that's on the side of the road. Yeah, he describes essentially that to you and that is is your father's bar. so All they do is serve moonshine.
4: That is beautiful.
0: And maybe pretzels. I don't know, maybe they make pretzels there, who knows. Beans,
4: moonshine, beans. beans.
0: absolutely beans, but like maybe pretzels, you know, he's trying to expand <laughs> his uh He's trying to expand the- the palettes of everyone around him. Uh... Yeah, your mom is- is still painting, um, mostly landscapes. Now, uh, you note that a lot of the landscapes that she's painting now are on fire? The- the fire painting-wise, not like, literally on fire. Your house is not burning down, but, uh, the- the landscapes are being painted as if they are on fire.
4: I look forward to when you don't have to paint the fire in these anymore. They are beautiful. They're gorgeous. It's just,
0: you know. They do have some kind of destructive beauty to them, don't they?
4: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. It's chronicling the events that are going on, but in your own lens, you know? Yeah.
0: Well, rightly, I haven't seen many of the fires yet. I've been kind of just adding them to the landscapes. The people seem to buy into the catastrophe that's happening around us, but the dark smoky clouds are coming closer every day have you heard
4: about these mask things you should you should get some some that'll like match mask. your feathers oh yeah i'm gonna take the mask out and show her and put it on
0: oh it's so fancy and comfortable and i can breathe just fine through it it's like all mm-hmm. these nasty particulates can't get inside side of my bird lungs
4: absolutely they protect you and everybody else around you also you can match ah. your outfits
0: I just came up with a wonderful idea. Yeah You know that we know that seamstress down the way. What's her name now? Uh Lucy Lingo
4: Absolutely, she is great at what she does
0: You think we might be able to give her a little bit of fabric and a little bit of time and money Maybe make some masks for the people.
4: I love that. You can maybe even design some fabric with some of that painting that you do.
0: Oh, I would love to do that. Put my creativity to work here. Yeah, Yeah. make
4: it real pretty. Yeah. Alright.
0: And so you hatch this million gold business idea where you're going to promote and create and fabricate masks. Wear your damn mask, chat. Uh, so... (laughs) I think that puts us in our next moment to where Eli Dagonet and Odwald Ebenhardt march up the steps to the council chambers. And you hear Odwald kind of muttering, it's been so long since I've been here. <laughs> and you get to the door and Eli, you recognize the guard there, though you don't know their name. They do, oh, <clears throat> Eli, welcome back. Dagonang as well and seems a uh, guest. He looks at you questioningly, noting that there are manacles around Odwald's bony uh, claws.
3: Um this is uh Odwald He's um well, he's traveling with us. Uh, we're here to uh, I believe the council's privy to his um his agreement with us. We um, Ebenhot. That does
0: sound familiar to me. I I will bring it to up to whoever's in. Uh, let's see here. Who is here today? And I'm going to have to reopen this because it decided to bug out on me. Don't worry. This is just the god trying to figure out who's still here at
2: the council chamber.
0: Right. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Artin, uh, seems to be in as well as Bricio. And you hear a chuckle behind you from Odwald. Some funny, Odwald? Hmm, Bricio. It's my baby brother. <laughs> is that right? Bricio? Of course it Ebonheart? is. Yes, the slightly stupider one of the Ebonhearts, if you take my opinion.
3: Ella... Suppose, family reunion. Of course, I will
0: I'll find Bricio for you and uh, uh, the side room. I assume you're well acquainted with it at this point. And so you go into the anteroom that is kind of off to the side where at one point in time you were preparing for a trial. Where at another point in time Bricio gave you the important task of assisting the tenders and where now you meet Bricio again. Bricio comes in, and he sees Oddwall sitting across from the table, and he says, Ah, hello, brother. Long time no see. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bricio, it's been a minute, hasn't it? I hear that you spoke on my behalf to get me released over here. You like my idea with the cobble fright? No, brother, it was rather stupid of you. And quite frankly, I am thankful that the heroes of Alderhart were able to stop you in your idiocy. In- into a fit of chuckles, goes the uh, old Corvum. Oh, I see you have arrived in Alderhart. Um, what uh, brings you to the council chambers? I heard that there is a seer in town that you would be visiting.
3: Uh, Yes, we just wanted to uh, align with y'all just because I I was under the understanding that, um, well, the Dean of of the Avium had been communicating with you regarding not only Audubon's release, but the, um, well, effectively the action plan to deal with this uh, catastrophe. Of course, yes,
0: the fabled Borealis. Uh, whether or not it exists is yet to be seen, but my brother seems convinced of it, and apparently he's got the lot at the Avium convinced as well, doing some research. Uh, I suppose that's good enough for me. Relying on a divination, though, to find the location seems a little... haphazard?
3: Uh, unless you have a better idea haphazard's the best we got. (laughs) I don't, and I think that's the biggest
0: issue. The best I can do is try to keep all the heart organized. Beta may be the speaker, but I am essentially the brain behind the, the entire design of this city. And it seems that we have an entire second city being built right underneath us, and that takes a lot of planning and a lot of doing.
3: Well, it looks like it's coming together rather nicely, wouldn't you say, Dagonet?
6: Well, yeah, the the houses uh, look a lot more uh, uh, stable, uh, more structurally sound uh, than the ones that uh, they were kind of cobbling to, together on their own. Uh, there's much uh, much improvement uh, since we've been gone.
0: Yes, I. Is it is isn't no small thanks to you and your efforts there as well, bringing the food there, convincing the rest of the council, and what was his name, that former idiot that used to be here. Ah, Hilly, that raptor, the, mar- the merchant one. You do know what happened to him, don't you? Kicked him to the curb, sent him packing. Turns out he's turned out to be quite the bandit lord. Having to deal with that right now too. Luckily, we've got a little extra hands with us. All the old bandits turned good, and, well, a couple extra paws never go wrong, keeping him and his interests at bay, trying to keep every single one of these people safe. It's become a whole thing. I really hope that you're able to resolve this rather quickly. I'm honestly exhausted.
3: Well you are meant to serve the, the the people of Alderheart, and albeit exhausting, you're doing a great job of it. So Thank you. I do appreciate you bringing my brother back into my
0: life. I'd worked so hard to get him away from me, but it seems he's willing to help, and well, at this point I think we can take any help that we can get. Well, the Borealis seems to be a good solution, if it exists. We'll have to figure out what to do with it once we get it, but... It seems to be a rather powerful artifact, so... Good luck to you. Let me know how I can help. Is there uh, anything else that I can do for you this evening?
3: Uh, no, I suppose we're, uh... Just gonna... I guess, round up the troops and the process
0: yes um
3: how i i forget dm how much does so he knows about the borealis and everything does he know about like the conjuration circle basically if he doesn't i just want to tell him essentially what the the AV. You have a, you Atlantic. you end up
0: having a good conversation confirming yeah. with which what the council knows with what you know bouncing these things back and forth you note to him that you weren't privy to whatever messages were being sent and mm-hmm. there are some things that you knew about the details of the operation that he didn't know that wasn't relayed and whatever and magical messaging can be rather short and terse uh so there's some details that you're able to provide to him and he nods along sagely and he seems to be taking your word for it, but he, you do note every once in a while. He flicks his eyes over to Oddwald, and there seems to be something going on there. But after you relay everything, um, he seems to understand what's more fully what's happening. The Sia seems to be set up in the trunk market. Uh, she has a tent there, I believe. A green one, some bells on it. Uh, it's hard to miss, honestly. A good stiff breeze goes through, and you can hear it
3: all right that's as good a description as i need Mm.
0: let me know if you need any other help but for the moment i know he is under your capable protection and watchful eye would you mind giving me uh, a couple moments with my brother of course thank you you get up and you leave shutting the anteroom door behind you and you know As you stand somewhat outside of it, all sound seems to cease in that area that you're in. And you can't hear anything, and then you walk forward a little bit, and sound returns. They seem to be, uh... seems to be adamant about having a private conversation with his brother. I think at this point we go, And we go find Lucky walking up to a darkened door. Of our friend Eliza, what do you want to do here, Lucky? Uh,
1: is it, I mean, is it like late? and the fact that like
0: it's late else afternoon is and, down? and base it, it's yeah, the shops are are closing and or closed already. Um, you guys have spent some time. It takes a while to traverse Alderheart itself. It's just a very large mm-hmm. place. Um, so at, by the time you get to all of these places and do all of these things, it, it's be basically becoming nighttime.
1: Oh yeah we know she lives here though mm-hmm. so, like he's still gonna like ring the board the door chime the
0: door yeah you go to the back door which you remember where you were to say previously is like the private entrance to mm-hmm. her home mm-hmm. and you you ring it and and in a nightgown and her little nightcap the little, little cat woman comes out and you know what i'll post this because it's been so long since we have seen that cute bean. Our little, our little Eliza friend. I'm gonna show this off, and we're gonna pull up the map here and do all this. This is Eliza. This is Eliza with her pack in the picture, but uh, she is, uh, she's our cute little merchant friend that the the party befriended a long time ago. We rescued her, and we. Well, I, I her. didn't even realize she has two different color eyes. I didn't even realize
3: that.
2: Well, oh, we. Wow. Yeah, that was the what first thing
3: it? I noticed about her, but I'm also I now noticing. I feel like it's the same color eyes that Raymond has in Animal Crossing. Oh, he's so cute oh my god <laughs>
0: uh, hello who who who's there at the door
1: uh hey hey eliza it's me uh lucky
0: what La- she throws open the door and wraps you with a big old hug and just, oh lucky i've been missing you all where's was everyone else okay you're oh. you're alone no they're fine they're fine they're fine we just oh.
1: got back oh, in oh, town dear. this afternoon oh. Um, and I wanted to make sure your shop was still here and profitable, and to let you know we'll Well, probably all be coming and seeing you tomorrow if you're open.
0: Well, I'll definitely be open. Profitable is a different subject, as in, uh, well, there's not a lot of money floating around for magical objects and items these days, but I'm getting by, and it seems that everyone's been provided with uh food and, and lodging as needed from the council uh Alder has plenty and there's enough for everyone to definitely survive on
1: oh that's that's unfortunate. i figured with all the new uh refugees and whatnot coming in town there'd be more visitors for your shop but i guess
0: uh well they're refugees and they do come and browse and yeah. i like to talk to them but Some of these items were well, they were got at great cost to me. I'm not looking to sell too much, but if you and your friends are in town, well, you might be the only real money other than the perch card that's still left here.
1: Oh, right, right, right. Well, all right. Well, dang, I'm sorry to hear it's been uh, it's been dry as far as uh, income. No, it's
0: it's all right. I you know, I keep things organized, I keep myself busy and. You know, we're just not selling as much like i said you know, the business is slow but all their hearts provided plenty for all of us
1: yeah i feel that i feel that all right well i didn't want to keep you up too late i didn't think it would it took me quite a while to get over here it's been a while we forgot the pathing, thing and now there's so much going on here there's so many little
0: so little... many new buildings and yeah. new alleyways and yeah. places that didn't exist before i know it's uh all hearts getting bigger if it well maybe not bigger but denser
1: right denser more bodies and whatnot that's true that's true
0: bodies but it seems to be going all right Uh, there's been some issues with crime but i don't want to trouble you with this but uh what
6: what do you mean issues with crime it wasn't that bad before
0: well like you know the perch guard and and their lot and well the the Humblewood Brigade, they've been so busy around, trying to fight forest fires, keep the refugees healthy and happy, and building whole new cities, essentially, and, well, there's been less to deal with some of the issues at home. Now, some people get desperate, and I understand all the hearts providing, but, well, there's always some people here that are just, you know, they got sticky fingers, right? They got sticky fingers, and a Perch Guard is, uh well. Anyway, they, they, they put out some assignments for, for, huh. well, adventuring folk like you, but. Well, how do I say this? Adventuring folk like you, but, but like when you met me on the road, you know, way back when? Kind of simple right. task stuff. Save me from banditry kind of thing, you know? I mean, Nothing me- like have the f- aspect of fire and such. No,
1: I mean, we we, we we definitely work hard, but I mean, we're not, it's not beneath us to help people and whatnot. No, no, so.
0: uh, there's people taking up the, the call here. There's other adventures. You've inspired a lot of people. And, well, some refugees see the work that you've done and they want to try to help out as the much as they can, but they don't necessarily want to join in on any military complex, you know, and, well, they, they find a way. Got you a know, rather nice. Mercenary system going growing here in Aldehar in the last couple of weeks.
1: Is it like, uh, are the postings and the payouts for the rewards from Aldehar themselves or from individual people who have, you know, had the wrongs done against them?
0: A little bit of both, mostly. Uh, some of the wealthier families will pay out themselves. Uh, some of the smaller ones uh, will make requests through the Perch Guard and the Guard will post it for them. Huh.
1: I mean, it's it's good at least to, you know, all the is keeping open-minded about taking care of the situation as far as the council and the, the perch guard, because between you and me, they were kind of stiffs about everybody coming in here before, so.
0: There's been some, it seems like, some changes in the council recently. The purse strings have been loosened.
1: Oh, that's nice to hear.
0: There was, a uh, Word on the street is there used to be, uh... A merchant representative.
1: Oh uh, I'm
0: Marin Raptor type that uh I believe his name was was Hilly. Yeah. And uh, now and uh, now, now now people I, I didn't live here, you know. People say that he used to have a really tight string on how merchantry was run here.
1: Oh right, right.
0: But since everyone and all the Refugees have come in and it seems that you all have changed the way things work around here Uh, He he he's gone gone and taken off and now Most of the things handled here in the city are between Bricio and arden the uh The new uh humble folk that 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 pronghorn servant.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah really elegant
0: looking Oh, now that seems they take care of the people more than anyone else here.
1: That's nice. I mean, it's funny, you know, once you start becoming more inclusive, the people who are different than your own, how evenly spread and well made the economy could be and protection of the people. It's
0: crazy, right? Well, right. I mean, I, I look like no one else in this entire city. I'm completely unique to everyone here. And yet, here I found my little spot.
1: Good you got Eliza's Emporium here. Just, you know, times are hard, but you're still thriving, doing your best. We're proud of you. I mean, you were the first person we pretty much thought of coming back to see. I wanted to make sure you're doing all and right. still here.
0: Well, um, I know it's late, and I, you're more than welcome to stay if you like.
1: Oh, no, we got a, we got a room down at the uh, half full cup again.
0: They had a room
1: left? Um uh, we worked it out. We're going to share a space with us. Well, oh, yeah.
0: Let me know if you need my kitchen, living room, dining room again.
1: Oh, right, right, yeah, if we, if we end up having any problems over there, which we won't. It seemed, I, mean, I just talked to the daughter of the uh, innkeeper instead of the original innkeeper, which was interesting that the management has passed down, and she didn't, you know, she was nice and lovely, but not, <laughs> you know, who we originally spoke to, which was a little bit hard to get used to, because, I mean, you know. But she still was very nice, and uh, the place is very well taken care of. So we're gonna stay here. What are you gonna here? call
0: me out like that? <laughs>
1: damn. I mean, I missed, damn. I missed that. accent. It was so nice. Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll figure it out for next week. We'll we'll get there again. I was just like, I wasn't expecting to go all the way there.
1: No, no, no. Um, well, I let you go back to sleep. That's. Yes, I mean, very very cute nighties. Ten out of ten purchase on those. Uh, gonna get some sleep too. I'll make sure everybody comes by to see you tomorrow. I just want to make sure you're still here and hanging through.
0: Well, thank you, Lucky. I appreciate you coming by. And yeah, of course. I've, I've got some new items, too, if you want to come see them. And, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, hopefully, they'll help you out and such. But um, have a good evening. It's good to see you all are safe.
1: You you too. You too. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a good sleep.
0: She gives you a, a big old hug a goodbye, and goodbye and waits for you to leave. And she gives you a little wave with her little paw and as you leave she shuts the door and you see the lights go out inside as she goes to bed and i think uh we'll catch up with everyone else here next week on the next steps for diefall alderheart this has been episode 24 thank you guys so much for being here this evening Hopefully, this nice little wrap-up roleplay day was the much-needed break from almost dying multiple times. Oh, wait, that's right. Some of our players almost died today. Thanks for being here. I appreciate it. Let's do some shout-outs. Um, I went first from simply last time, so I'm going to do it randomly this time. May, where can the people find you at? And what was your favorite part of this evening?
5: Man, I had to find my, my mouse to like unmute myself. I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> I know. Uh. Randoms. Uh, well, you can find me, Lady May, Twitch, and Instagram, and Twitter. Streams might be
0: happening this weekend. Uh, so... No way. <laughs> okay, okay, you okay, what? okay. You what? Chat, we've been waiting for this, alright? We're all gonna be there. Well, I'll be out of town without internet, but we're <laughs> all gonna be there, so...
5: Yeah, so, it, you might find me on, on, on Twitch this weekend. But, uh, otherwise, you can find me here on Thursdays in Daganay. And then favorite, uh, uh, I'm sorry, but th- they got hurt, but uh, <laughs> the floating desk was pretty funny. <laughs> Barring the the, the injuries.
0: <laughs> yeah, 10 d a lot of damage. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad they survived. I'm very, very glad. Excellent, thank you, May. I appreciate it. Thank you for playing this evening and bringing Dagonate alive for us. Uh, who's next? Uh, Malabeth, let's go with you. Where do people find you at on the internet?
4: Uh, it's Malabeth. I stream on twitch.tv slash I also post art on Twitter and Instagram and stuff. I don't know, a bunch of websites. Uh, what am I doing now? I'm just sketching some things. I drew some buff, buff lady orcs. I like those. Still doing that. Uh, gonna draw some cute wholesome stuff. That's exciting. Probably post some of those. That's yes, that's about it. Favorite thing.
0: Uh. I... Uh huh. Yes. Uh huh. Yes.
4: There was a lot. It was really good. I you I know like... what?
0: Pick one, and we'll talk about the rest on the Patreon post show. Oh. Ah uh, yes.
4: There it is. <laughs> I like talking with Pez's parents a lot. I just like the voices a bunch, and they're so wholesome and nice. Good, I'm very fuzzy. glad. Yeah,
0: good, good, excellent, excellent. Um, uh, Miss Sibley Jackson, where can the people find you out on the internet? So, what was your favorite moment for this evening?
1: Uh, Jackson's S I N P L Y J X N on Twitter, there's an underscore between the Y and J on Twitch. That's me. Um, I uh am playing a lot of Ooblets now and Rust RP, which has been interesting. Uh, And very confusing for me to play two accents in the same week. Very hard. I'm not a professional voice actor. Uh, And my favorite part of this episode was probably the, I mean, definitely the exploding desk. Definitely as a character or as a player knowing we should detect magic on this desk and figure out if this desk has got magic going. But as a character going, I want the stuff. Um, So it's, it's always fun to kind of try to split that brain. That's, that's where we're at.
0: It was good work. Everyone survived and you got some shinies out of it. it so you know what? All's well that ends that well, was, right? I
1: was six HP left. Six, yep. Six out of 30 HP left on that one desk desk. Yep. Who, who wants a walking volcano? Exploding desks is where it's at is all I'm saying. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah, if we had hit 70% of the damage, I think it would have instant killed both of you. So it's very good that you hit the saves uh yeah yeah thank you very much for playing bonus stage rob my boy where can people find you out on the internet what's your favorite thing from this evening
3: uh you can find me places places Mm. like on twitter at bonus stage rob on twitch at bonus underscore stage underscore rob playing games over at twitch.tv slash bonus underscore stage underscore rob where i am playing things like paper heckin mario tomorrow uh i've just been thinking about it non-stop um and i don't know other stuff Ugh. i mean probably ooblets let's be real i i haven't stopped thinking about ooblets um that's probably happening this week i'll be i'll be i'll be 100 percent honest about that uh, um <laughs> and do another roleplay things like here or on twitch.tv slash game nights that's game with two g's and nights with a k uh i play a monster of the week campaign on sundays at 4 p.m eastern and it's cool i'm 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 travis i'm a steely boy turned spell slinger so i used to take things and now i just cast things and it's fun um And other assorted super secret projects I'm not a I'm not I'm not ready to talk about yet.
0: Super secret? Oh shit, all right. Oh fine.
3: I mean not really that super secret, I just I just felt like torturing Joel about it. No,
0: it's fine. Now I'm just gonna be super curious and ask you about it later. Thank (laughs) you, Rob. I appreciate it. Uh, this has been Diefall Alderheart, Episode 24. Uh, if you want to get more involved in the community, you can, uh, join either the- the Discord or follow the Twitter, and I'll put all this stuff in the- in the thing with the thing, and... If you really, really, really feel inclined to support us here, you can head on over to Patreon.com slash and you can become part of the show. Ask questions, see post-shows, artwork that's being done, has been done, uh, and even get an NPC inserted into the game. Uh, and thank you very much for all of your support this evening. I do appreciate it. Um, that's gonna do it for us. We're gonna record that thing, and then, uh, I'm gonna be gone all weekend. So, see you guys next week. Goodbye!